Welcome, everybody, to episode 101 of the ADV podcast. We made it. We made it. Was there a... Did you think we win? No. Well, no. you never know. Uh, we've got a, a big one jam-packed today. It's not only about the, the thing you see in the thumbnail, as usual. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I guess we're just going to saunter right into it. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start out with uh, what's new. And this is where we talk about what's new with regards to China. We've got a couple of things to talk about. But first, I'd like to say a big thank you to the very generous uh, subscriber who insisted that we get a bigger soundboard and actually sent us the money to buy this. And so we bought it. And he wanted specifically a... Yeah, so we basically, we had this little one before. It was a little stream deck. And we only had a certain amount of room for sounds, sound bites and stuff. So now we can put all of them up. It's like an Excel version. Oh, he, yeah. He so, done it. so let's go through them. Very quickly. Okay, so we got a... Bounce. We got a bounce. Nice. Uh, we've got our, our usual ball packs coming in here. Yeah. You know, we got two of those. Our one from last week, which is... It's my favorite currently. Me too. And of course, the classic... Great. We also have uh, a new one, which we're, we're not going to release just yet. Okay, yeah, and of course we have a classic. We'll live in the fair. Of course. We've got more. Oh, we got a new one. Yeah, but yeah, it's got to be we're used gonna, We're going to wait. We'll context. wait. That's We've got fine. more. Don't worry. We'll put them all in the sound library for next week. But anyway, I just wanted to to say thank you very much to the very generous and person who also, did that. And also, I would like to say to everyone, should be super excited because we got a proper soundboard now, like a yeah. proper road mixing board. So we shouldn't have Echo Gate anymore. Echo the Dolphin. No, we're not going to have Echo, and we tested it, we, so don't try to lie. We put Echo the Dolphin into one of those tuna fishing nets, yes. and it got <laughs> processed up in, in the canned tuna, so yeah. you don't have to worry about that. Number two, uh, we have a couple new sound effects on there as well. Oh, we okay. do. Yeah, how about a little... Uh... Nice. I didn't tell a joke, but no. uh, we got a couple of those. Yeah. Um, so we've normalized our audio. Good. Anyway, yeah. let's actually get on with the show. Now... We're going to start out with uh, this this lovely lady over here. And, well, it's a bunch well, of people. Yeah, we're starting with yes. her, though. Sure. Let's listen to what's being said here. Okay, I'll get us out of here. Okay, let's go. This is very, very easy no. for me to... Very easy for me to fix. Don't worry, don't worry. It's right here. No. I just got to change the audio device to... There we are. Okay. Now we can do it. Are you ready? I don't want to blast our ears off because I just put the volume all the way up. He's our, our new host for ADV Media, by the way. Who's that? He's, he's news presenters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So everybody take a look. Let's do that again. Starting from scratch. One, two, three. 美国是当之无愧的全球第一抗议失败国，是名副其实的全球第一政治甩锅国，全球第一政治撕裂国，全球第一货币滥发国，全球第一货币滥发国，全球第一虚假信息国，全球第一虚假信息国，全球第一虚
are saying that the U.S. is number one in so-and-so thing, right? Yes. My favorite one was the USA is the number one country in the world of origin tra tracing terrorism. That is a new word. Origin tracing terrorism. <laughs> you! So, don't you dare trace the origin. Yeah, don't trace the origin of the coronavirus. That's terrorism. Right. Yeah, like in a, there's, I picture like a, like a CCP official and an American official. They're fishing together. And like they got their lines crossed or whatever, and they're like, "Where is this? Where does this lead to?" And they're like, "You origin tracing terrorist!" I could just imagine, you know, like a, a scientist in a lab coat, but he's got a balaclava, you know, yeah. like a ski mask on, <laughs> yeah. and he's like tracing the origin of the coronavirus. He's like, "He's an origin tracing terrorist." He's a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. I love it. But so yeah. they're basically they go through. Let's just read. Yeah, them we'll off read a them. couple of them. We've got uh, the number one country in the world of false information, number one country of the world of pandemic turmoil. The number one country of the world of excessive money printing. The number one country in the world of political rift. The number one country of the world of virus spread. Number one country of the world of blame shifting politics. Number one country of the world of failed outbreak prevention. Basically... You know what that is? I know exactly what that is. Let me find where it is. Projection! Yes, and we hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Everything that they have accused the uh, American well, the American country of being over there, by the way, is exactly what China's done, don't pretty much. Don't trace me, you terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I should say the CCP. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So that's the first little thing about what's new. Now, um, let's let's take a look. This because is just hilarious. Okay. So for all of our creamy audio listeners, you're going to have to <laughs> listen to it in Chinese first. Yes, and we'll explain what's going uh, on. And we'll, we'll explain after it plays yeah, out, probably. Yeah, we'll play out the yeah. whole thing for you. Are you ready? It's, it's very funny. Okay. All right, let's do it. Oh, uh, let me set the scene. Okay, so this is uh, yeah. So this is um, in uh, probably north northwestern China. They're mm -hmm. uh, COVID testing lab coat or sorry hazmat suit wearing people going out into the countryside to get this stubborn woman that just doesn't want to be tested because yes. they have to force test everyone. For they COVID. have to, and you know what's been very interesting is they've some clips of them like force testing homeless people. Mm. But that's a bit of a quandary because people don't want to think people to think that there are homeless people so in China. Yeah, so it's a bit like of a they they put out a thing that's like about how good they are even testing the homeless people. Then suddenly people are like, but wait, there well, are we don't have homeless because the poverty yeah. reduction. Yeah, exactly. Campaign. It's a bit of a catch forty four. It is <laughs> catch forty four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's watch. Okay, let's watch this. Let's get us out of here. <laughs> Oh, 
那你给我那上给我出下不说抓开这我你站下你不脱嘛不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不要不
even though you're not going anywhere, you still have to get it. So it's very invasive. And so I've been getting, like I said, from various people. And I've been getting all the typical people saying, look, we're tired of this. Everybody wants to leave. Nobody wants to be here anymore. But a lot of people, um, foreigners specifically, are stuck. Because here's the thing. We're not talking about English teachers here. I'm talking about either people that are there studying or people that are running businesses. Mm. Okay. Now, if you're there and you're exporting goods and you're, you have a factory or whatever the case, if you were to leave China, they all want to leave. Like, let's just say get out for a little bit or go for a holiday or go mm -hmm. somewhere else. If you were to leave, you cannot get back in. No. So this is what's preventing a lot of people from leaving because if they decide to just, okay, I've really had enough. I'm stir crazy. I'm stuck in my apartment. They won't let me go everywhere. Sure. I got to get tested every day. They keep locking us down. There's all this crazy stuff. I just need to get out of here. Right. If they do get out of there, they cannot come back in. And so they can't do their business and their whole business implodes and, and so on and so forth. Mm. So it's a, it's a catch 22 for a lot of people. Sure. It is. Anyway, catch just, 44. Yeah. Um, so I want to show you guys what some of this lockdown has become because a lot of Chinese people have rebelled. Yeah. Uh, they're like, this is, this is enough. This is outlandish. We can't leave. And all the government promises of food and all this kind of stuff or like economic stimulation and stuff like that. They don't, a lot of times don't deliver on it. Right. Yeah. So people lose their minds. So let's have a look at what they've done in this guy's apartment. Okay. Let's take a quick look. All right. I'll get us out of here again. Let's do it. Sorry, I don't want to spoil this now, do I? Kind of did, but <laughs> sorry. Okay, so um, look, it's no secret that um, compounds like living compounds. We, yeah, just we call, call it a house or an okay. apartment. Yeah. Well, in China, it's called a huayuan. Yeah. Okay. Garden. And what it is, is it's kind of like, you get something similar in the States, I suppose. It's kind of like gated communities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where there's one way in, one way out, and there's all yeah. these townhouses or whatever. But of course, in China, it's just apartment buildings. Yeah. What they've been doing is in certain areas, they've been putting up barricades around them. Okay. Because... Yeah, pop that in the background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the thing is... They don't want people to leave because that mm -hmm. particular housing complex or that entire neighborhood will be blocked mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. Now, con contrary to what a lot of people say, you know, China watchers, they'll say like, oh, you know, Chinese people, they, they're all in on the zero COVID thing because they know it's, you know, better for the greater good. And they understand that if they just obey this lockdown, that it's going to help in the future. Why do they need to then barricade them in there? They're not okay with this. No, no one's okay, no one's with, okay this. with it. The People living in China, they would go out if they could. But now the government's like, well, we have to stop them from going out, so we have to put up barricades. In this guy's particular situation, they put an electric fence around his entire um, housing compound. Obviously, that's a good way to keep people from going out, I suppose. That's just insanity, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's people talking about, like, this is going to lead to whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. that's what happened in china yeah, <laughs> yeah. not here no <laughs> in sure. china this guy this is just i mean because they're the thing is like xi jinping is up uh what seven months away or something from re-election mm -hmm. when i say election it's in air quotes there is no election sure no democratic elections not even a fake one yeah. it's just party members voting on internally who's going to be the next leader of china he got rid of term limits so that he can you know lead indefinitely he will absolutely be 
you know, elected back into this position as dictator of China. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Now the thing with that is, is that he started the whole zero COVID policy. So if he's wrong about that or starts to bend the rules on that, then all of a sudden he looks like he had poor leadership, right? Yeah. So then internally there'll be strife. People say, hey, you shouldn't have done this ridiculous thing that's destroyed our economy, mm. right? So then he's got to basically keep this going for the next seven or so months, and then maybe he can relax these sure. rules, right? Sure. That's what we're looking now, at. Now, look, I mean, I'm from South Africa. I'm kind of used to the idea of having electric fences around you and barbed <laughs> sure. razor wire and stuff around your house. For most people, it's not but, but, of course, you feel like you're living in a prison, but the big difference is you can go out. Yeah, that you is. can it's open. Up to you. you open your gate and sure. you drive out very quickly, right. and when you come back, you drive in very quickly, and you, you know, it's all automatic gates and stuff. Sure. But the fact of the matter is, imagine being locked in your housing compound. Not Well, I keep saying compound because it kind of is. It is. Imagine sure. being locked in your housing uh, block of flats or whatever you call it, apartment block, um, and a, an electric fence or a physical barricade put around it. That's what's happening in China. Yeah. And like I said, and we said last time, even the people that have been, you know, staunch supporters of the CCP, even they're starting to crack. Yeah, crack a little bit as far as this is there's, concerned. There's big uprisings of Chinese people in the streets. Oh, yeah. um, and it's not just a rogue dude kicking over a barrier. It's yeah. hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people uh, standing together with megaphones and stuff and then all getting arrested or shoved back into their house. And you have to understand that a lot of it has to do with food. Yes. Okay. I've also been getting messages from people whose families in China or directly from China, and they say that, you know, the government promises them food because the lockdowns come so quick, there's no warning. So you could basically be put into lockdown, let's just say right now, they'll say, they just send a message to your phone saying you may not leave your house. Okay, your area is being locked down. And if you try to go downstairs, there are the hazmat suit guys. They've already put up the barricades. They've got all the testing stations, all that kind of crap. It's already, already set up. It happens very quickly. And like we've said many times in the past, Chinese people don't like refrigerated long-term uh, food. The whole Chinese culture is about... Especially down south. Yeah. It's all about going out and buying the fresh vegetables and meat every day. Mm -hmm. It's a big part of it's life. It's a ritual, yeah. Yeah. Every single day, it's usually the grandparents or, you know, whatever, go out and they buy the food and they cook and it's part of the whole thing. So having a lot of like the tinned food and dry goods and stuff that can last a long time is not a thing in China. Mm -hmm. People don't have mm -hmm. those kind of things in their house normally. Right. So you have a situation where whatever food you have in the house is going to run out very quickly. Yes. So then the, uh, the government will say, don't worry, we'll supply you with food. Yes. Yeah. And they do, but it's not a lot and they don't well, supply often. Don't. And sometimes they don't. And if you're not a registered household, like a hukou for that area, you don't get it anyway. No. It's tough. So people are literally trying to escape in order to buy food. It's kind of a bad situation. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. in other news, there is someone that's a little bit upset that Xi Jinping and Putin are getting the the press. They're getting mm -hmm. all the press as the bad villains, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what if I told you that Kim Jong-un, who we haven't heard from in a long time, yeah. decided to kind of bring the spotlight back to himself? In yes. the most tasteful way possible. Oh, yeah. We have to say this wonderful thing. So you know how, like, Putin's been talking about nuclear weapons, perhaps? And so, you know, good old North Korea, Kim Jong-un, is like, that's my, <laughs> my forte. You don't... The West is scared yeah, of me. No, I'm the nuclear weapon guy. Right, right. Don't you dare. So he's put out this fantastic video that we all have to watch, okay? So let's quickly put it on and we'll discuss it afterwards, because this is gold.
but he's the oh again i keep hitting that i sorry i keep hitting that intro button i gotta change this i'm gonna can change put, it in the software can you put that back i just want to look at that real quick all right, no, all right we don't talk about north korea a whole lot but there is a reason is that well to keep in mind china is the only ally to north korea yes we always got to keep that in mind china is the ally to north korea and they have done everything in their power to break every sanction with north korea they yes. still trade coal, oil, all that kind of stuff, weapons, all kinds of illicit border traffic. When we were stuff. on the border of North Korea yeah. in China, we saw North Koreans working in China, and that is against the sanctions. They're not supposed yes. to be doing it. We saw it. And of course, China is constantly propping up the North Korean regime. Yeah. And so when North Korea gets cut off with sanctions and stuff, sanctioned into the pits of despair, yeah. right? they get mad because they run out of food. And then they can't placate their citizens. The whole point is to keep them, the citizens, under complete duress all the time. Yeah. But when starvation and famine hit, then they start questioning the regime. So when the international handouts that come in start dwindling, then they have to kind of stir up some more fear and some yes. more hatred, right? Because then they're like, okay, we will, we'll give you some food if you just shut up and get and out stop of here launching those missile missiles. tests all the time. Yeah. So obviously something's dried up. Yeah. People are paying attention to Russia right now. Yeah, they're like everyone sending aid to Ukraine rather yes. than North Korea. So it's like, yeah. okay, now now it's time. My favorite part is here. Just can you look at the the watch scenes? I love the extended watch scenes. Yeah, I mean, first of all gold watches i guess he's trying to flex like look how rich i am i got a gold watch right and but then, so do his so generals. generals right yeah right. but but this pole part here it's so drawn out look they did yeah. like optical flow they, they did, did such such bad slow-mo this music is like this whole like, it's ding, like a ding, 90s ding. video game and then he looks at the camera, but then it cuts to another camera. They didn't color grade it. By no. the way, just clip it between those. Okay, sure. So in film, like we're not film experts or anything, but you see how he's looking at the camera? Mm. If they wanted another scene, if they wanted to make another cut, which is clearly what they wanted to do, yeah. you need to make sure the angle is quite far away or quite different because otherwise it looks super awkward. So the yeah. angle is only slightly different here. You see and this? You can see the flesh tone, <laughs> yeah. the color of his skin. They didn't color grade it. It looks very to green. Match it. This so is yeah, Galta play, play showing. That. Play yeah. that together. You can see, like, it's super yeah. awkward. Yeah, it's like not even a different angle. He's just not looking at it. Yeah, anymore. but he gives that little nod, and then they roll out the the intercontinental ballistic nuclear missile or whatever this, it is. This is like if me and you were in eighth grade, and they gave us like a camcorder, and they're like, make a cool action scene. Yeah, dude. That's this, that's the level. Of but this. to be fair, this is us about ten years ago. If we if we had the right equipment. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, but what I do want to say, yes, is that he did not inherit any of his his dad's epic filmmaking skills. Yeah, you know, high heel wearing boy. Yeah, the one that. <laughs> yes, with the Kim Jong Il. Yeah, he used to he used to make like Godzilla movies, basically. But they were shot well. Like sure. they were shot properly. He knew film. He loved film. Mm. Kim Jong-un clearly doesn't care about I like film. someone saying, like, time for lunch. Because that's <laughs> <laughs> looking at his uh, I love his it. Watch. And then they, what are they, thumbs up? Yeah. And then they, so they thumbs up it and, out. like, roll it out. I, I want to see what happens next. Yeah, we'll figure it out in the future. This was played on North Korean News, by the way, on the yeah. one, like, one of two channels that they have. But anyway, uh, we just thought it was funny to shed a little light on that. But yeah. we do have to shed a light on something else that just doesn't stop. It seems like every week we get a gift. There's a guy 
that we picked up on actually i wish i had included that but he we saw him doing genocide denial propaganda yeah this guy named andy yeah and he went to xinjiang he did the whole xinjiang genocide denial tour for cgtn yeah yeah he's like um kind of an international student who went there to to study chinese and he got co-opted into the whole um you know like propaganda machine really but there was barely any time in between him being like walking around Xinjiang saying there's no genocide in between him being a full-on state mouthpiece, which yeah. happened. He has his own show yeah. for, um, you know, Chinese state television. Mm-hmm. And he's got got the distinction of having uh, the Chinese state media label on Twitter. Chinese like, state-affiliated state, media. Yeah, it's like the, the first, first foreigner. Yeah. What a what an accolade. You really just rushed to the finish He loves line, that. Yeah. We're actually going to talk about that, not, not only with foreigners, but we're going to talk about that just in general a little later because something else... Really interesting transpired. But should we show yeah, just this show guy? The clip. Okay, let's do it. Here it comes. Okay, let's wait for this yeah. silly thing. But he's go. the man with the ultimate accolade. He's the first foreigner ever to be stamped with the designation China State Affiliated Media. Wear it like a badge of honor, Andy. And thanks for staying up past three in the morning uh, to be with us uh, this evening. First of all, clear that matter up. How come a New Zealand boy, blonde, blue eyes, a New Zealand boy, blonde, blue eyes, gets branded as Chinese state-affiliated media? How did that happen? Who branded you? Well, firstly, I would love to say thank you so much for having me on tonight, uh, George. It's a real honor. Would you like me to be the cat? Yeah, it's looking it's looking scary, but I really hope we can move forward in a peaceful manner. <laughs> okay, wait, what what is this what is this that you've got in the background? What what is this? Tell me does it look like Wado? You're always bring you know, I'm gonna blame this on you. Okay. You always insinuate that for some reason I like the first three Star Wars movies. Sure. I'm talking about like episode one, two, and three. Yeah. So it's always in my head now. Mm. And whenever I'm throwing together like you do the George clips usually. Yeah, I did the one today. Sure. And I was looking at him extensively and I was looking at his beard. It's just so all encompassing. And it just, for some reason, reminded me of Watto. Like, yeah, their motion. They're kind of, like, both wobbly. Yeah. But they're both kind of... I get Watto vibes, you know, and the weird accent and whatnot. <laughs> Makes anyway, sense. Um, so... First of all, let's yeah. talk about the blonde-haired, blue-eyed thing. What's that? The guy's blind because that guy's got brown hair. Or bl- yeah. I, I don't even know if it's, like, in black hair. George actually caught himself in the clip. I cut it out just for time's sake. But he goes, metaphorically speaking. Oh, he it, said that. What does that mean, metaphorically speaking? I don't know. I <laughs> he mean, clearly thought of it. And, like, and he looked and he looked at his screen. He's like, what am I doing? Yes. I like yeah. the fact that the guy's name's Borham. 
I mean, it's just... I was thinking of a joke, but it's too obscure. Yeah, it is. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, once again, we've got Russian state media, which is now, by the way, again, we added the RT logo because they've taken it out. And if you take a look, he's even like changed the color scheme. It's now red instead of yellow as usual, like the background. Oh, that's a good point. I feel like they're trying very hard to distance themselves from that logo because it's clearly uh, Russian funded, Russian Mm. state funded. That's what it always has been. And if you go back, you can see it totally is. So um, they've tried to take the branding out. We put it back in. And of course, this guy who is, by the way, Russian, uh, sorry, Chinese state affiliated media. The Andy guy. The Andy guy. He is because he... He is a, a so-called journalist, um, and he works for Russian state. I mean, Chinese, Chinese state, state media. Same thing these days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chinese state media. It's it's actually co- completely correct. Once again, we see Chinese state media and Russian state media in bed with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just and- over and over again. We've actually seen a couple channels pop up mm-hmm. um, from the normal China shill type guys, like mm-hmm. the CCP shill guys, and they're running other channels completely dedicated to Russian propaganda yeah so what the a lot of we've noticed this because we keep an eye on these guys Mm. we've noticed that they've create all not all but a lot of them have created secondary youtube channels which stray away Mm. from their usual um ccp you know um knob sucking stuff that they do and now it's all about why ukraine is bad and why it's the usa's fault that uh, russia is invading and all that kind of stuff usual thing so um it's just kind of interesting to see how the the, the two worlds kind of blend together so well it is you know what I mean? and it's it's something that's interesting because a lot of social media is banning russian propaganda mm-hmm. tv channels like rt yeah. because it's wartime sure right? and they're putting out harmful propaganda that's leading to people's deaths yeah but china's doing the dirty work by just playing that stuff yeah, it's very interesting. It is very interesting. Anyway, so we thought we'd give you, uh, you know, your weekly dose of Cat Galloway. We didn't want to. No, but you know, if they keep putting the the CCP shills on his show, mm. we're gonna have to. So we'll see. Maybe next week you'll be spared. I hope so. I hope so. Because this is the cringiest thing ever. This whole cat thing really cringes me out. <laughs> Some people love it. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. All right, next. good. So let's see what we have next in our little pack here. Um, it's actually time for us to answer a couple of super chats, and we're going to move into our main article, which, of course, is about these um, foreigners and, of course, um, Chinese Americans who've been paid by the Chinese government to do pretty nasty things here on American soil and elsewhere. Yeah. So let's hit it. Power Shift says everyone enjoys Winston's CIA approved suit and tie. Hmm. But do you ever think. We could see a casual Friday of Winston dressed for ADV pockets, maybe shorts and Hawaiian shirt, socks and sandals on. Um, well, stay tuned for next week. You might see something special. Yeah, absolutely. Schrodinger's Galloway, meow, right in the body meat place. <laughs> we got to add that in there. Yeah. yeah. Doc Slothington, congrats on the million, Winston. Thank you. Yeah, and Winston that is something. I hit a million subscribers. What was it, yesterday? Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Big. Um, which is, uh, it's still, I'm still trying to absorb that because it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. 14 years of doing YouTube, and finally I hit that milestone. Mm. And um, I've actually got a, a big surprise for everybody, uh, like a big gift for everyone, which next week we're going to do a little live stream on my sure. channel, and we'll tell you all about it then. But there's going to be some big celebrations. And I just want to say thank you to every single person who went out there and subscribed to my channel. You have no idea what a difference it makes, because 
um, it gives us some more legitimacy out there yeah. on YouTube. When somebody sees a channel that's got a million subscribers, they take it more seriously than someone mm. who has 900,000. It's just the way what it works. What are you trying to say? No, I'm just, <laughs> just I'm being, being honest. Don't worry, you're next. Yeah, next. You're next. Road to a million for yeah. my channel next. Yeah, but just I just really wanted to say a massive thank you. Yes. Anyway, we'll pick that up next week. Aya says, don't listen to Power Shift. Clothing is overrated. We all know that no one is wearing any pants behind there. Well, we know someone that fits that bill. <laughs> oh, we certainly do. <laughs> Tess, it turn. Yeah. Thank you very much. It has to be approved by Langley first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. We got to yep. call Langley to make sure it's okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lao Why Not says, how's that list of CCP violations of UDHR going? Actually, don't know. Um, oh, yeah, we were supposed to make that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let Shaze says, let's get that party started. Chapato Wumao says, can we get a Mandarin version of I Remember You? Well, we're not going to be the ones to make it. Well, Jajidani. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Hajidani. Yeah, I guess it would be Wajidani. Okay. okay, guys, we're going to move on to our main segment, which is uh, Soft Power Hour. This is where we talk about how China is changing your mind through soft power and various different forms of media. And in this case, we're <laughs> yeah, in this case, Come on. yeah, we're going to be showing you how China's trying to forcefully change people's minds abroad outside of china yeah, this is more hard power yeah. so let's take a look we uh, a short while ago we ended up in this place i'm just going to play a little clip for you to see um and then we'll take it from there come on let's do it let's do it hey seamilk yo i absolutely love this sign over here it's amazing this is so amazing this is just uh i don't even know words can't cannot express just how much <laughs> this pleases me it's so weird to see it too because it feels like we're in some tumbleweed ass cowboy town yeah in the desert and then you see chinese it's what the hell yeah this is really weird out here yeah (laughs) dude we gotta go inside yeah let's go check it out okay so for those of you who don't know there's this place called liberty sculpture park it's in a place called yermo link in the description there's a link to where it is yeah it's kind of if you're driving on the way to Vegas, if you're going to Nevada from from California. Yeah. So it's right on the border of California going into Nevada. And we went there just on a whim because we'd been told about it by a subscriber who was actually involved in it at some point. And we went there to go and look and see what it was all about. And it looks it's, like Richard Simmons. <laughs> you do. I like how it says warning, no communists allowed <laughs> on the entrance. Uh. So, you know, it, it's kind of a, a ridiculous thing that's just happened with, with regards to this place, which we're going to cover in a minute. But this is really a place for Chinese dissidents to go and gather So yeah. when it comes to like a pro-democracy It's thing. like Lenin walls or statues dedicated to Tiananmen Square Mass. Yeah, people can put up note, notices yeah. about being um, oppressed by the Chinese government and, you know, that sort of thing. They've got a big statue of Tank Man out there, which is kind of made out of paper mache or something. Um you know, and as you can see behind us now, they have these uh, pro Hong Kong um, democracy things there, and so it's a it's a great place. People go there to remember the Tiananmen Square massacre every year. Mm. They go mm. there on the anniversary to get together. It's obviously the majority of them are Chinese people who've yeah. escaped. Um, Dissidents, escapees, pro democracy, yeah, uh, anonymous people, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, we went there and we were looking at all the signs and and everything and. Um, I remember making this uh, this particular, and I'm not sure if it was in this video or in another podcast where we covered this, but I remember saying to you specifically, 
why is it that the nationalists don't come out here and just vandalize the crap out of this stuff? Because that's usually what they do, right? And we've covered this in the past. In the, in the universities and stuff, they tear down the Lenin walls. They destroy anything that goes against the CCP. So I was like, why don't they come out here? And, and your excuse, I remember at the time, was like, it's too far away. Why would anyone come all the way out here in the desert to do it? And I'm not wrong. If you think yeah. about it, you when you said, why don't nationalists come out and do it? They didn't. The Chinese true. government came out and did it. Yeah, That's so, how big of a deal it was. Yeah, so we're going to reveal to you that it was actually the Chinese government did come and do something rather dastardly over here. And it, it's t- it's connected to a lot more sinister stuff oh, than abs- that. But that, that's, a, that's later. But of course, this is a more personal um, thing that we experienced, okay? Yeah. Because it was only a few months after we'd gone to this site over here. Um, yeah, uh, playing around with that flag. I was getting it out of the way. Yeah. Why would they put you. up the... No, that's, no, that's me. Why, why would they put a red flag there? I'm just curious. I don't know. Well, Attention. Maybe, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's definitely worth no, stopping No, it was in. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Why was I playing with that? <laughs> anyway, uh, you get the idea. That's the big monument to the Tiananmen Square massacre, that big 6-4. Um, the thing is, it was how many months? About five, five yeah, months? A few months, yeah. Whatever, after we went there. There was an unveiling of a statue by a pretty well-known dissident artist. Let me just fast forward to it. There, there it is, okay? Mm-hmm. The CCP virus statue, which, okay, let's be fair. It's kind of in poor taste, but it's freedom of speech, okay? When an artist wants to go out there and put out their art and make a statement, it's up to them how they do it. And art, when it comes to dissident art, it's usually designed to shock and gain a response, yeah, okay, and make people talk. Great, yeah. yeah, so anyway, he made this. Um, He's Chinese, by the way. Yeah, he is Chinese, of course. And you can actually see our, um, our good friend Lila Farley and yeah, uh, another good friend Inti. They went to the unveiling of the statue. By the way, if you notice, the people that are standing around the statue celebrating are Hong Kongese, Taiwanese, and Chinese, and Chinese dissidents. Um, and just people who believe in freedom and freedom of speech. As everybody into Yeah, and Uyghurs, okay? So it's kind of like a mixed bag of different Asians from different areas that have all been affected by the Communist Party of China. Of course, we all have been affected by the Communist Party of China, specifically with the spread of COVID because of the sloppy way they hid everything and, and covered up in the beginning. And that can really be laid at the feet of the Communist Party of China because if they hadn't covered up what they knew about it and allowed all this international travel and convinced the World Health Organization to say it's not person-to-person transmission when they knew that it was, mm. uh, we wouldn't have been in the situation we were in. We could have yeah, worked so together as a as a whole globe to combat From this that thing. perspective, I say it's not in poor taste at all. Yeah, it's yeah, just that sure. I think a lot of the representation, I think some people would consider yeah, yeah. that, you know, to make a human being a virus or something sure, like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that, that was my meaning. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, this is freedom of speech and expression. This is what makes America great. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that uh, I love about America is the fact that uh, people can stand for what they believe in. You, you know, know? How you can come. Yeah. You know how you can compliment someone on their spiked hair? Oh, you can. No, I mean, you'd be like, nice. I like you put gel in here, like nice spiked hair. You can be like, yo, nice spike proteins. Ah, <laughs> huh? uh, yeah. Nice. spike. I get that. Nice one. Anyway. So the reason we're showing you all of this is because you didn't mean that. That statue didn't last very long, did it? No, it did not. So fast forward to a while later, and we knew this was going to cause problems. We, we featured this on our channels. We talked to all the, you know, the people involved. Yeah. Um, and we loved we, it. We supported the effort. We were actually going to go there. 
yes. for that unveiling, but we didn't because we'd had security threats. Yes, we had security threats. So we we're trying to put some time in between us talking about it and us actually going there and filming and not telling people we were going. There, exactly. Right? So what yeah. happened was... And oh, sorry. We can fast forward this. We've already discussed sure. everything. Okay, cool. Um, that, you're kind of seeing some inception here. If I take us yeah, out, you'll see like, there's us. This you is see, wild, dude. Look, look at how we <laughs> aged. What's going we're on aged. here? It's inception. Anyway, we just, just wanted to show that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That You're going to have to go like do something with your fists there or whatever. Anyway, the fact of the matter is we covered it when it was unveiled, okay? Mm -hmm. It might even have been in that podcast where I was like, why don't they go and vandalize it? I'm surprised. Right. Um, I think it was. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so let me, let me guess, guess what yes. happened. Yeah. Guess what happened. So it gets burnt down, right? Mm. And you would think that, well, initially I thought that it was getting too much attention from people like us, people like Lila Farley, people like Inti, especially you, you people know, like Inti and Lila Farley they, were showing it to Chinese people. That's true. But you know that they actually try to um, drag it down with a truck. They first. did. They actually tied a, a rope to it and they tried to like rip it down and right. then that didn't work. So they set it on fire. So they set it on fire. So... Yeah. When it actually came out later on, like people were speculating about the motivations mm -hmm. of like, would actually just some like super loyal CCP loving students go out there and do that? We were skeptical of that too. We we're yeah. like, this is, this is not, they, no one, I, I don't think any C pro CCP student that's like gave up everything and moved to Cornell or something mm -hmm. to go to a Chinese uni or to a university uh, on a scholarship or pay a ton of money to go there, right? Yeah. Is going to risk going to jail for years. Sure. To do this, uh, and unless there was some massive reward involved or something like this. So, yeah. It was it was almost directly apparent to us in the beginning that this is some sort of um, order from the embassy. We we personally talked to talked about this just yeah. us together and we were like so what probably happened was someone gave an order from the Chinese embassy in LA to go do something about yeah. this. And that's exactly what happened. So let's tell the story. Okay, so um, it's it's now recently transpired, and you may have heard about this, but uh, there have been five arrests, well, um, the call for arresting five people, two of whom are you know on the lam in China at the moment, but three of them were actually arrested here in America. Soil, By the way, there is the... Um, uh, the one of the police standing there yeah. just after it got burnt down. The artist himself, of course, was devastated that his his creation was destroyed, and yeah. it, it happened so quickly after the unveiling as well. Mm -hmm. But here we have three people here. Maybe you can go through. Um, so what's yeah, going actually, on. it was really, it's interesting to be live with this show because yeah. a lot of people were saying it was Antifa or it was no, um, it was know, the Chinese it was government. People, it was people that got paid or whatever. No, listen. Yeah. See these guys up here. Well. Mm. One of them is uh, MSS, so it's the Ministry of State Security. Which is like the CIA it's for like China. It's like the CIA for yeah. China. So the guy in the middle is actually an ex-corrections uh, officer from Florida. Yeah. This guy basically went down so that you see the sculptor on the bottom left, right? Yeah, that's the artist. He, yeah, he was hired with this other Chinese guy, right, to go to uh, Yermo yeah. to question the sculptor about his statue and then pose interest in it. Yes. So there were, the Chinese government was actually from the Ministry of State Security, so the CIA of China, was saying, we're going to send these guys out there and you're going to buy it and we'll get rid of it. Yeah, right? so he so wanted him to go and buy it. Yeah, right. let's just go buy it and get rid of it so it nobody knows. Yeah. Right. And the, the sculptor said, absolutely not. Yeah, right? it's not selling <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, it's just going, this is going up for a reason. I'm not doing this for profit, right? Yeah. It's, it's good moral artists should do, right? Yeah. So... You think that would be the end of it. They tried, right? Yeah. 
So this guy already broke the law by obviously like getting paid. He, by pre the top he pretended to be an art dealer. Yeah, he's an art he dealer. pretended to be an art dealer interested in buying the sculpture in order to get rid of it. We're talking about the white guy right. in the middle there, who's like you say, an ex-state corrections officer, which just yeah. means a prison guard, really. Yeah, co-opted though. Yeah. So you'd think, oh, it's just some scumbag that got paid, right? No. Yeah. Actually, he had multiple tasks. We'll probably find out more because he's been arrested. Yeah. But he got paid a hundred grand for that or whatever. But like this girl on the side here, Alyssa Leo and her she's, dad. She's an Olympic, uh, she's an Olympic ice, skater. ice skater, right? Yeah. They, he was tasked to go try to get her and her dad's passport information because her dad is a Chinese dissident, yes. right? So basically what China's doing, the Chinese government's doing is trying to track down and harass, potentially kill, um, mm -hmm. hurt, or disable some sort of, because the dialogue is disturbing behind this, by the sure. way. Disable these people that are involved with being anti-CCP in any way, right? Yeah. And so far, they're really only targeting people that are ethnically Chinese, which yeah. is despicable because a lot of them are American citizens. Correct. Right? Yeah, what he did with those two is he pretended to be part of a, some kind of Olympic committee who wanted their passport details because he wanted to do pre-COVID travel uh, checkups to make sure that they could travel, you know, before the Olympics. Because she actually did go to compete in the Winter Olympics mm -hmm. in um in beijing yeah and during the time she was there she was actually approached by some someone who tried to lure her out yeah. which yeah. is against the whole olympic bubble thing by the right. way and all right. that nonsense but the fact of the matter is that he posed as like a different official so now he's not an art dealer now he's a an olympics connected official who needed their passport information right and of course he's working on behalf of the chinese government when he does this yeah so that he's not like oh i got i'm a scumbag that got tricked into like doing something naughty yeah he's an agent yeah he's an actual american agent for the chinese government yeah and uh i believe he's paid 100 grand like i yeah. said anyway Fast forward, um, they get caught and all this stuff gets revealed. And yeah. actually, I linked the Department of Justice uh, article. There, yeah, it's a good, statement. it's a very it's good, a really read. good read. Yeah. Uh, look through that because it goes through all the people that they have caught mm. and how they're actually all kind of connected in some way. Yes. And we're going to sit on this story for a while because I'd like to see some official response about this. But, uh, you know, upon, uh, you know, you know, conviction, we're going to see what the what kind of scum this guy was hiding i mean this is just two things he yeah. did yeah right so to fast forward in the story like i said when he wasn't able to pose as the art dealer and buy the art yeah what happened was he the chinese government was so concerned about the xi jinping statue like yes. it was such a big deal for them that they're willing to kind of th not only throw their spies under the bus but they were willing to really go out there and say What's most important to us is not diplomacy. It's not our reputation. What's most important is that Xi Jinping is not depicted in an ugly statue. Yeah. That's how important, like China usually plays a safeguard and we've seen China do this in the past. They won't go and do public crazy stuff like this because it's yeah. really bad press. Yeah. And when they get caught, they're all about face saving, right? So they don't do stuff like this. They'll hire, hire people to go harass someone's family in China because that's usually not gonna get back to someone in America that pressure has already been put on, so they're not going to run to like the New York Times or something to tell the story. Correct. This is one of the first times I've seen China just really screw up big time, yeah. massively, because what they tasked him to do next was go destroy it, yeah. get rid of it. And that's a felony, right? Yeah. Felony destruction of property. So they went out there, and this is how they ended up getting caught, is that yeah. you go out there, not only are you caught for destroying the property, but you're going to get tied to all of the other stuff that you did. I mean, when the, uh, what's it called? The FBI comes in to, and goes through your stuff. Yeah. Goes through your computers, your phones, your contacts, all this stuff. 
you all get caught. So this whole ring of spies, which is a big deal for China, got caught yeah. Yeah. before they could actually do anything meaningful, by the way. What is that term that they are now using? It's like transnational... Oh, transnational uh, repression. Yeah, transnational repression. This is, pull it up here. By the way, this is something that interests us yes. very much because this happens to us. Yes. Um, you know, like, for instance, some, some of the, the shills, they try their best to... Um, Okay. Like things, leak yeah. information about us, try to say they know where we live, they this and that. Right. The usual kind of crap. This is actually now being taken seriously by the US government as what's called transnational, what's it? Oh, uh, uh, re repression. Yes. And it's not just against like a foreign government body. If you're harassing anyone on US soil and you're abroad, yeah. you are in big trouble. Yeah. This is they're taking this incredibly seriously. Now this this is also something that's very interesting for all of our audience because we know in our audience we've got people that do get harassed oh, by yeah. by the 50 cent army, people that get harassed by uh Wu Mao. We've Chinese got Chinese people the that Chinese nationalists reach out to yeah. us. In our audience, this is a good thing for you to be able to now um yeah. look into because this is some of the different forms that transnational aggression can take. Let's read uh, the list there. Yeah, so uh, it says, when foreign governments stalk, intimidate, or assault people in the United States. And this isn't just foreign governments. This is people that are acting on behalf of a foreign government. Correct. So it can be a social media influencer. Correct. Right? It is considered transnational repression. It is yes. illegal, and you can get help to stop it. Yes. Some countries' governments harass and intimidate their own citizens living in the U.S. These governments may also target naturalized or U.S.-born citizens who have family overseas or other foreign connections. Yes. Okay, exactly. And a lot of our viewers. Yes. Uh, this violates U.S. laws and individual rights and freedoms. And why don't you tell them what they do? Okay, well, first of all, stalking, mm -hmm. okay, which can also take the form of cyber stalking, by the way. Yeah, or doxing. Yeah, doxing, that yeah. kind of thing. Harassment, hacking, assault, attempted kidnapping, forcing or coercing the victim to return to their home country. This happens a lot, by That's the way. Operation Fox Hunt, Chinese government yep. does this a lot. Threatening or detaining family members in the home country. To get you to yep. go. Yep. Freezing financial assets abroad, obviously. Online disinformation campaigns. Okay, now, on this list, as far as we are concerned personally, almost all of those things except for actual assaults mm -hmm. and attempted kidnapping... Um, it's pretty much happened to us. Yeah. So, and we want to, you know, to, to be the moral people that can say the anonymous people that have reached out to us when we give you advice on what to do. There's actually something you all can do about it. And yeah, why we wanted to bring this to a pub, the public eye is number one. This whole situation of the big spy ring that was caught yes. and these people, these people on American soil being harassed, has brought a lot of uh, attention to this. Yes. And what we want to do is project our voice to say that not just you. But if you know anyone that has had issues with being harassed, specifically about the Chinese government, because that's what we talk about, yeah. but um, have been harassed by anyone uh, that represents the Chinese Communist Party, mm -hmm. someone that kind of espouses their ideology and then sends their people to go harass you, or anyone you know, yeah. maybe you have a neighbor, maybe someone at your church, maybe someone that sp spoke to you or someone distant from you that said, hey, my family's being put under pressure in China and they're trying to find me here, or trying to talk to me Anything here. Anything like that, yeah. Me. They're trying to uh, log into my Instagram, my Twitter, my uh, any anything weird like that, yeah. right? You can reach out and it's uh, the number is 1-800-CALL-FBI and then there's tips.fbi.gov. So, in other words, if you find yourself in, in a position where you feel like you're kind of on your own, like we do very often when yeah. we get these horrendous campaigns out there to harass and attack us, 
you can go ahead and call 1-800-225-5324. That's obviously if you live in America. But yeah. it's good to but know there's that... A tip, there's a tip thing too. It's tips.fbi.gov. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You can go to tips.fbi.gov. It's just good to know that the American government is starting to take this seriously. There's you know? actually a transnational repression wanted person, the person involved with this very thing. Yeah, the guy that you see, this, this Sun, Qiang. Sun Qiang, the Chinese guy on the end there, he's obviously fled to China, but he's wanted in this whole thing. Anyway, mm. it's a fascinating read, and we suggest you go go look down there. Now, I spent the entire morning... Oh, it can be anonymous, by the way. Oh, it can be anonymous, sure. I, this is kind of like how the Chinese... Website that one, what's that thing that that one two three three whatever it is that stupid. Yeah, yeah, they use that all the yeah. time to report us as sure. being spies and stuff in China. That one is kind of, I guess it's kind of similar in a way. Uh, yeah, except this is to help people. Yes, not to <laughs> not to get people <laughs> into trouble people and rat them out. Yeah. Trouble, yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, uh, this morning I spent a long time going through a lot of the cases that have involved um, the, the Chinese government. And bribing people, paying people, and coercing people in America. They're far too long to list, and so I've decided that I'm going to probably do a video about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. But the fact of the matter is that there's absolute undeniable proof that the Chinese government is paying yes. not only Chinese Americans, but you know any old American that's willing to take the money to do terrible things on behalf of the Chinese government and destroy you know, personal property. Try oh, it's, it's bad. Try to get people um, into trouble with the law. Try to honey trap them by hiring prostitutes. Try to um, bribe the IRS to get their tax returns to try and create a scandal. All sorts of nonsense like this, stalking and harassing people in the United States. If you feel unsafe for anyone around you, mm. um, again, we just thought it was in our nature to, to try to tell you guys about this because it's mm. one thing for us to like talk about it, mm. but actually to extend something to you, the fact that there is a number or an anonymous tip line or anything, then feel free to use it yes. because that is out there to help you. It Nobody, is. and this is not just for American citizens, Anybody on U.S. soil should never have to worry about a foreign government going after them. Yeah. That is absolutely outlandish. Correct. So let's let's uh, make sure that happens. And it's in the description. Yes. Um, so all those links and everything are in there. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, at the end of the day, we just want everybody to be safe and yes. safe from being attacked, stalked, harassed, and uh, intimidated by the Chinese government. Even on the internet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway. I um, say especially on the internet. Especially on the internet, yeah. yes. Okay, so... We're going to obviously uh, move on to our next segment, which sure. is the Wumao Corner, which we'll get into as soon as we've answered a few super chats. Let's do it. Shays is, uh, oh, sorry, I read that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph Kush says, Russian people are not responsible for the war. We are actively protesting and denouncing it. Yes, yeah, so yeah, we, we understand we, we have lots of Russian friends. Yeah, and this is something we've said from the beginning. And it's a big difference between um, China and Russia. Have you noticed yes. that? There's a lot of protests and it's very, everybody knows that Russian people have been taking to the streets in protests and getting arrested and all this kind of stuff. But there's not a single situation that you can really say is happening like that in China because no. the Chinese government has a far greater control over the populace and of course the news and the internet. Russia's bad when it comes to that stuff, but in the past anyway, it's still been a fairly open internet. They still can have access to Facebook, for instance, and, and YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. But in China, you can't. Right. Okay, and it shows you how locking off the internet and blocking off uh, access to, to foreign media and stuff really has its toll, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Daniel Ortman says, does the CCP realize that the PLA is, is at least as corrupt as Russia, but they have the added disadvantage of having no combat experience? 
that's something we've been bringing up a lot is you've seen Russia's real real bad incompetence in the mm. war and that's due to authoritarian control again yes. no one wants to be accountable so no one's going to give the bad news to the next guy yeah. up right that's how china is but it's even worse yeah because there is no combat experience mm. china has all this stuff and they have this confidence to throw around their weight and say hey we can take care we can take taiwan in two seconds but yeah. taiwan's much harder to take than ukraine yeah, yeah. You know? by the way for those of you who are wondering about what happened with that plane crash in china um We'll talk about that in Yamcha. I actually have some inside info from people that are in, in China right now about mm -hmm. how it's been talked about in the news and stuff. So we'll talk about that later right. in Yamcha. Ryan Jones says, a new soundboard. That's blood. Oh, that's... Where is that? I got to find it. That's, that's bloody outrageous. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, I uh, got to, you know, meet him up at Langley later. Yeah, yeah. I really have where to... Where is Langley, by the way? I isn't couldn't tell the, you. That's the, where you train. That's where I'd, you trained, right? Yeah, I'd, yeah, they, yeah. So I should know where it is, right? Yeah. Since that's where I got my this, no, deep undercover wet Everyone keeps training. throwing that word out, and I'm like, I should probably know where that is. I'll bring it up in maps.google.com, okay. and I'll tell you where it is. Langley. It's a cool name. Is it this place in in um in in Maryland or whatever? Oh, okay, it's in Maryland. Interesting. It may be. I always thought it was. Uh, What's VA? You know, it's stupid. Oh, it's Virginia. Okay. You yeah. know what's stupid is I always thought it was. Uh, a british thing oh because he has a british accent when he's like uh it, you know I've, I've talked to langley or something like that sure but it's actually like an american name yeah i always knew it was american -like. i know i know you're cool look like, at you you know yeah <laughs> uh, anthony saints thanks guys for always mm. getting china on their toes mm. jerry huang says well done to winston for one million subs thank you so much guys we're gonna have a massive celebration next week he says i also met sydney daddy last thursday and he says a big congratulations for the achievement thank you sydney daddy i believe a friend of the show absolutely yeah uh good guy he's a he's a chinese um, australian who yes. rarely has his head screwed on straight yes. yeah a side note the gun zedong uh reddit page got banned a few days ago yeah there was a uh, pro authoritarianism uh subreddit, subreddit mostly yeah. pro china excuse me mostly pro china um, pro CCP stuff, and it was quarantined because of disinformation, which is kind of strange because you don't normally see those yeah. kind of um, pro authoritarian things get shut they down. Usually get shot up. Yes, it's up, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, Lightseeker says, Winston, can you upload the coordinates of the concentration camps? We do have some we could release, but you have yeah. to promise you'll use it for good because. You know, if you throw it out there, then China can cover the tracks, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, I released two. If you'd watched my video this morning um, about this absolute moron who showed how the Chinese government basically in intimidates and trails people around, um, I put two um, of these concentration camps that we've been we've been privately given these coordinates, and we yeah, have a there, big list. There's there's a, a bunch on Google. You can yeah, there's sure. there's a bunch. And but we, yeah. when we were privately given them, let's not let's not have too much mystique here. No, it's because we're we're doing some uh, well, we're doing a little a bit of article work with some news outlets. That mm -hmm. We don't know if the articles will come out. Hopefully, they do. Yeah, but we got interviewed by a couple news outlets that we are not against, not yeah. like super partisan ones. We always sure. vet everything properly, and uh, we were just asking them. We we're like, if you were to go mm. to Xinjiang, like where would you go look for like a concentration and camp? And they said they didn't say don't spread. No, no, no. Around. But they gave us privately yeah. these different coordinates of a whole bunch, and the main reason was that uh, you know with American. What, American McGee's, McGee's uh, genocide or genocide McGee or whatever? Yeah, genocide McGee. 
And I was saying, okay, you're going to Xinjiang. I'll give you coordinates. Go check out the concentration camps. He's like, of course I can do it. So um, he never got back yeah. to me, by the way. Liar. We're waiting. American McGee, we're waiting for yeah, you to Genocide go to the coordinates. Genocide McGee, can you please go to the coordinates? Because you said you were going to go to Xinjiang. Yeah, and also that, that particular guy that I, that I used in my video today, which he's very inconsequential. But he also, I, I offered to pay for his plane ticket to go to Xinjiang. Yeah, we'll buy it. Yeah. I already did that. And I said, I'll give you coordinates when you're there. He, and he went to Xinjiang. He was bragging. He's like, absolutely, I'll go. Yeah. So then when he went on one of these government-minded paid tours, I contacted him and said, here are the coordinates. And he didn't go to them. No. Of course not. He only went they to can't. little squares and, and he, he went had like to eight like, minders behind him. It was ridiculous. Yeah. These guys are a joke. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Are we going to move on? Uh, sure. Wumao Corner. Guys, now this is where we talk about the haters. We got some funny stuff for you this time around, actually, some pretty ironic stuff. Yeah. Um, and we also have a very important message, and probably I'd say the most important thing that we can talk about, other than of course the the people who need help from the, the FBI, you know, this is better. <laughs> oh, this is yeah, this is good. Okay. This is good. Stuff. The great translation movement. Now we got contacted by these guys, I'd say a couple weeks ago, okay? And what they're trying to do is they're actually trying to demystify what's going on on the Chinese media. And the way they do this is they go to Weibo. Now, Weibo is like Twitter, okay? And then what they do is they look at the hottest trending topics on Weibo and they translate what people are saying, the highest upvoted comments and so on and so forth. And it's despicable. So people are cheering on the Russian invasion. People are, you know, that's where we got all the... Um... It's, it's also just stuff in China. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, but the fact of the matter is you can see some of the nasty things that are being said online openly. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. In because China. in China, it's, it's a surveillance state. They're supposed to shut down anything bad. But they actually, yeah. they propel and allow horrible hate speech. And, you know, here's the thing. Remember the, the Chinese internet. And, of course... When you're talking about these things that are upvoted, you're talking about like internet trolls. You're talking about like, you know, uh, not the best people in society. We're not trying to paint Chinese society as, no. uh, as anything. But when you read these very highly upvoted comments, like when the invasion first broke out and they were posting things about offering to take Ukrainian women as slaves, refugees mm. as slaves, as long as they're between the ages of, what was it 10? Was it 12 or 10? Yeah, 12, I think. 12 and 25, that kind of thing. And those were getting upvoted, and they were really up there. Yeah. Now, normally people don't notice these horrible comments and notice the, these horrible attitudes that are going around on Chinese social media simply mm -hmm. because of the language barrier. Mm -hmm. I think a huge amount of our audience can't read Chinese, right? right. So if you were to see a, a post on Weibo, you'd think it's anything, could be anything, right? You wouldn't know. But what people are saying very often on there are terrible, and it's very bad when it comes to international diplomacy. Okay. But of course, these things are allowed to be posted on the most controlled internet in the world. And so it shows you that it's actually something that's endorsed by the Chinese government when they get popular like that. So anyway, the Great Translation Movement is a bunch of Chinese people who have kind of had enough of this. And they decided, you know what, we're going to translate what people are saying. Because it's unfair. I mean, like yeah. you have a completely blocked off internet. Why not see what's what's being posted in China. Yeah. So they're going to translate it, and they made it their mission to be um, the new Greco-Roman, uh, you know, kind of movement and to be able to show people what's being said. 
So they start translating things. And of course, people are taking notice of what they're translating because when the Chinese government goes out there and says, oh, yeah, we're not going to take sides. But then on the Chinese Internet, it's only like, yes, go Russia and die Ukraine and we'll take your women as slaves. And all. It kind of has a conflicting message, doesn't it? It does. OK, so they kind of took the mask off of China um, in a big way. And this, of course, is not something they want. No. By the way, please follow these guys on Twitter. Say, leave them a comment, maybe like, you know, ADV podcast or yeah. AD, ADV China sent, sent ADV us. ADV sent me, yeah. Yeah, ADV. They are the Great Translation Movement. It's in the description. And it's at TGTM underscore official on Twitter. So what happened was, and I was surprised to see this, We these guys popped up in our radar mm. and we were like, oh, this is really interesting. Cause it's great. I spoke to, I spoke to them yeah. in DMs. Yeah, me too. And prior, prior. Yeah, they're yeah, great. They're, they, they're really nice people. Yeah, they're really Again, polite. they're people that are just tired of this. Yeah, so so I when I spoke to them, it really flies in the face of what China's claiming because they yeah. popped up on China's radar. Oh, yeah. You can tell this because Chinese state media went after them. Right? Yeah, Chinese state media decided to attack a little group of uh, translators that are, you know, yeah. on Twitter. So in order, so they they don't want to be complete disinformation slash misinformation. So they, they do use the correct language, but they use it to make it sound like something it's not. So it okay. says, some users active in the so-called great translation movement why is it so called yeah, that's so just called. what it's called that's what it's it's not so called it is called yeah are chinese immigrants to western countries some of them hold a delusional superiority complex towards china and woo the attention from western media said observers so what this actually is is that we are the western media by the way mm. because we were using some of their stuff yeah we used some of their clips <laughs> and man did the, so did the global global times get annoyed oh man so yeah so they did not like to see the great translation movement sending stuff to, they weren't sending it was just stuff on twitter that, that we stuff used. that they they post and they reached out to us they reached out personally yeah so it's funny it says some users are chinese immigrants to western countries guess what chinese government global times they're Chinese people from mainland China. Yes. The people I talk to, these are mainlanders, dude. And there's... You guys have people in China that don't like the Chinese government, believe it or not. And there are people in mainland China who are disgusted by yeah. what some of these posts posters are saying. Right. And they want people to know. Because, again, if you just leave it alone yeah. and you don't call it out, mm. it flourishes. It does. The only reason, by the way, the Chinese government did go out and start to scrub those posts about let's take ukrainian women as slaves but only when it got international attention and it, it goes way deeper than that i don't want to focus on the ukraine thing too sure. much like it's it's about other stuff it's about covid restrictions it's about education what they're teaching kids in school making them chants xenophobic yeah. things right yes. i've seen things that they've translated police brutality about police brutality right things that just make it more equal for people that want to see media out of China that can't see anything other than state narrative because it's a full media blackout in China. Yeah. It's 177 out of 180 countries in the world for press freedom. Yes. So you're talking about just a, a little bit above North Korea. Yeah. So these people want to go out there and say, let's even the playing field a little bit. I'm a Chinese citizen. I'm hurt by the things that are happening because of my country's government. Sure. Let's go out there and put it out there and get some international attention. Very bold and, and, uh, commemorable effort yeah. i think now when you do this global times and again i'm addressing you because you've addressed us indirectly sure. they yeah. don't dare say our no no they either. can't they'll get banned i love how we are western media i yeah. mean technically we're both westerners and we're yeah. on the media I suppose so yeah yeah um 
but it's a lot of effort to go try to shut down and discredit something because this article is long, right? Yeah. Do you want to read a couple I, highlights? I'll read a couple highlights. Okay, here. listen to this. This It's good stuff. So there's a quote here. This okay. is probably one of my favorite parts. It says, the so-called... So-called. The so-called great translation movement is just a farce. And this was said by Wang Qiang. Do you know who Wang Qiang is? No. He's a research fellow at the Center for Study of Military Operations of the PLA National Defense University. Wait, wait. No, no. He's for the Center yeah, of Study of Military Operations other, other than, than war. war. So any military operations other than war. Yes. Okay. That That's who they got to quote on yeah. what his opinion of these random mainland Chinese that are just translating do stuff you see how? Happening. Do you see how paranoid the Chinese Dude. government is about people reading what's being said? I know. They got his name right. <laughs> yeah. They spelled it instead of Wang. Wang they spelled it Wang. Wang. Yeah. Okay. Previously, anyway. opinion warfare, warfare against China tried to translate English content into Chinese to spread Western political ideas into China. But now, the movement is to incite hatreds towards China and other countries by spreading hand-picked Chinese content. And it, the reason that he's saying this mm-hmm. is throughout the article they're insinuating that Western governments are behind this as well. So they're paying. Mm-hmm. Chinese people to translate bad cherry pick stuff to make China look bad. The fact of the matter is, it's still popular content on the Chinese internet that's being translated. Yeah, here. It's, okay, it's that's all it is. Come on, like you know how Chinese state media is. They'll be like, oh look, KKK, you know, and look at how bad the American this or that racists and so on. Sure. They do that. They right. cherry pick. Everybody cherry picks. At the end of the day. It's there. It's in public. It's on the most controlled internet in the world. And that's what makes it very different. Right. When you have a country like America with freedom of speech, you get batshit crazy people on all sides of the of spectrum course. posting things online. But in China, you don't. You're not allowed to. You can't post something that's against the government or something that goes against the government's narrative. So you can't be a batshit crazy person in China posting weird vitriol. You'll get shut down. So the only things that are allowed to flourish and are allowed to gain that trending status on Weibo are things that the Chinese government either doesn't care about and they think it's okay, or they condone it and endorse it. Because when something starts to gain steam on Weibo, it's under the spotlight by the censors of the Chinese government. Immediately, they've got entire departments that as soon as a topic starts to trend, it's taken apart, Mm. it's looked at, it's made sure that it's okay. If it's not okay, it gets completely scrubbed from the internet. But if it's okay, it's allowed to, to continue. What the Great Translation Movement does is, I'm glad you said, like, it's, of course, a lot, uh, some of it's going to be, like, just crazy netizens and stuff. Yeah. But the point is, and there's a lot more important material in there. It's not just like, oh, uh, Mr. Zhang said, like, burn all the, the foreigners or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more targeted at, like, what is going on that you don't know about in sure, China, sure. right? And that's... You know what? If you don't like the Great Translation Movement, you don't like this kind of vitriol being spread around the internet, then you have to open your your freedom of speech then. And you have to allow people to have international dialogue. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't close off 1.4 billion people and not expect some people to be really upset with the fact they live in a horrible, oppressive, repressive regime. Sure. Of course there's going to be people through. They still have access to the internet. Of course there's going to be people that do this. They're like shocked. And I love the language in the article try so hard to pin, not pinpoint it not only on Western governments, yes, which uh, it's always going to be some CIA operation, according to China, right? 
But it also tries to point it, uh, uh, put the the blame, lay the blame on Westerner or Western living Chinese people. So people that left China and now they've been brainwashed by the U.S. or whatever. They've England. been brainwashed to go and translate content that's yeah. out there on the public on the Chinese internet. They're not mainland Chinese. These no. are just those silly Chinese that abandon their homeland, right? Yeah. It always has to be some bizarre scapegoat. I mean, it's crazy that it made state. Media. I know. I was surprised because this is a pretty small thing. Yeah. When these pop, these guys popped up on a radar. I'll be honest with you. When they sent me a message, I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Yeah, you know, this is interesting. There's some, there's some interesting like things there." And I popped. I think I probably used one in a podcast or something. They had like an, this. they had such a small following. Yeah. Now look. You know what this is? What? This is the Streisand. Oh, effect. that's correct. What is that? Papa, can you see me? This is now our <laughs> new soundbite for every time the Chinese government. Makes things known because this article, I mean, this is actually brilliant. It says, recently, a malicious smear campaign against China on the Russian-Ukraine issues surfaced on overseas social media. So, and it says the great translation movement. What they did in this article was to kind of pinpoint it and say, this is only about Russia-Ukraine issues and mm-hmm. try to deflect, but also try to throw the great translation movement under the bus. Yeah. But it's not only about that. No. They don't want people to go in there and look for the issues related to China. Sure. Right. Uh, I like how they use smear a lot. Smear is one of the most word. used words in Chinese state media. Yeah. They should start advertising for like margarine and butter companies, I think, because they say smear <laughs> so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, again. These are Chinese people. They can't handle it, and it's no. hilarious. So please go follow the Great Translation Movement. Might as well. Just so that you can give a middle finger to the CCP. Yep. But, you know, you also have to realize that it's going to be biased too because, you know, it is people that are really pissed off with the Chinese government. This is a symptom of when you lock down all social media and lock down every public opinion. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so it is pretty much the... Papa, can you see me? Streisand effect. It is. Uh, So yeah, it's in links in the description as well. Okay, so continuing on in Wu Mao Corner, uh, let me just bring something else up here. Um, There's this lady. Okay, I'm going to bring her up in the background here. And her name is uh, Zhang Meifang. All right, let's go back a little bit. Now, which which um, embassy was this again? Uh, in Ireland. So the embassy in the Ireland, um, which she's attached to, they were given a, a court order to say they're not allowed to erect fences around the embassy. It goes against right. the local laws, but they went ahead and did it anyway. Right. So anyway, just to let you know, this lady is connected to this whole scandal. She's working for the Chinese government. She's a Chinese diplomat. It's okay. not hidden. Sorry, no, it's, it's in Belfast. It's in Belfast. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Where is Belfast? Ireland. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's not not in Dublin. No. Yeah, so it's in Belfast. Belfast. Yeah. So you just mix that up. Yeah, better than Bell Slow, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, here, um, this this woman finally, okay, when it, come on, take over, take over. There we go. Um, she finally got um, recognized as Chinese government, as a Chinese government official on Twitter. Now, this is very important, okay? And something Twitter seems to be pretty good at these days is designating these labels in northern ireland yeah Yeah. okay gotta get it you know you just gotta make sure it's part of the uk right sure oh here we go there we are why is ireland always i'm sorry (laughs) i didn't mean it like that yeah i just time for some guinness eh (laughs) let's move on so this is what she had to say on twitter because she got the label other ireland okay she said other Ireland. Yeah, other the other Ireland. Yes, <laughs> that, that is either independent or not, oh, depending yeah, on your point of view. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't we don't need the IRA no, after don't, us? We don't okay. Need that. 
right. IRS, IRA. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Let's continue. Both They're pretty both bad. pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> right. Recently, my Twitter account was given a China government official label, presumably due to our good work in getting the truth out. This may mean my content might be less visible to others, so please retweet when you feel moved to. Onward, forward, together, my dear friends. Okay, so I uh, I replied to her, I said, lol, because, you know, I say lol sometimes. Good. Lol, why did you try and hide it so long if you're so proud of yourself? Right. Because that's what she's insinuating. She's insinuating that this is a bad thing, that she has been labeled, you know, a Chinese government official. So now... Why now, be upset about something that you are? Because then she changes it and she's like, this... Uh, this is probably because of my good work in getting the truth out, you see. So, oh, by what? the way, now that I've been given this this thing, go retweet my stuff. Get the message out there, you know. So it shows you that this is something she didn't want. Yeah. Okay. It's, she really screwed up yeah. uh, for the government's, Chinese government's front by mm. showing people that their ambition is to make these accounts. Yes. To operate on this on the behalf of the Chinese state, but at the same time, avoid that label we've been calling for this over and over yeah. again you got to put the label on there so people know what they're consuming yeah right. so i mean that's it then why be upset about it they really really want to divorce themselves from the chinese state label because yeah. then they can put out propaganda all day and all night and people might think it's just a normal person and it's mm. not the actual government saying these things because right. that's what they're doing government mouthpieces right so I've been looking at some of her tweets that she's been putting out, and I've been having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll be honest. You do a lot of trolling on Twitter. That's I do. That's what Uma Korda has become. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. So um, she put out a, a tweet a day or two ago. General rule when camping. Always leave the campground better than you found it. When camping out in another country, perhaps it's best the U.S. abide by this rule. Or better still, how about not camping out in another sovereign country altogether? They tend to frown upon this. So anyway, I've, I made a, a tweet. I said, here's a picture from a campground I visited in China. Which it's not a joke. By no, the way. we were there. You were there. That's what we took. Yes. Yeah. And it's talk about leaving a place worse than you found it. So stop using those kind of uh, analogies and metaphors and so on, because you, you should choose something that's a little less, I don't know, easy to, to shit on, really, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of funny. Anyway, it, de it degraded into Chinese nationalists posting homeless people in LA and stuff like that and saying, here's another picture of a campground. I'm like, wait, that's not a Chinese campground. Those are homeless that's people. That's a pretty bad analogy because <laughs> of the amount of proof you can pull up for that. Yeah, and yeah. also look on top of it. Um, there were a lot of Africans that were very upset about this tweet, mm. for instance, of because of all the, the terrible things that the Chinese government has done in Africa by oh, ca man. camping it's, out oh, there. Oh, it's really crazy yeah. right now. A lot of stuff's blowing up. Cobalt yeah. mines and yeah. all that kind of nickel mines and stuff. Yeah, so, you know, the thing is they go camp out and leave the country worse for wear by stripping out the natural resources, natural resources and actually and destroying the lo local environment. And not giving jobs to locals, yes. despite promising mm. that, but importing Chinese workers yeah. Yeah. instead of hiring local people. Yeah. So just wanted to say uh, that them it's... With freaking electric cords. Yeah, yeah. There's some terrible things going on in Africa, but never mind that. They are also supporting the invasion of uh, the Ukraine, which is a sovereign country. Yep. So anyway, it's just nice to see that these uh, government officials are actually receiving a label. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I do have to ask again, and I appeal to Google and YouTube, you gotta label. And this is not a... I'm not trying to be a little bitch. yeah. You gotta label the the government accounts as such. Yeah. Because Twitter's doing it. 
And the thing is like when you have somebody that's literally posting the same content, but removing the watermark from Chinese state media on amplifier accounts or on accounts of people that work for them and their message is dictated by the Chinese government, then you have to label them as such. When yeah. there's clear proof, it's not hidden. Yeah. It's not some secret endeavor. Agreed. It's, it's easily provable. When you go on CGTN's YouTube channel and you find all their stringers yeah. all on there and they're parroting the same message on their freaking uh, their personal public channel, channel public yeah. personal channel, then that's state media. Correct. Right? Correct. Anyway, we just thought that was kind of interesting for our Wumao Corner. So uh, are we going to do a super chat before we hit sure, world yeah. news? Okay, let's do it. I'll get us out of there. Dustin Pearson, Winston, you hit your 1 million mark. I did. Thank you, Dustin. I saw your comments on my videos. I very much appreciate the support. And it's always good to know somebody that I've met in real life multiple times. He was at the premiere for our Conquering Northern China showing and, you know, previously met him in Arizona, I believe. And, you know, such a nice guy. Thank you for always following. And um, I want to say a big thank you to everybody yeah. out there who's a part of our community. Absolutely. He also said, so proud to be part of the 480p crew. Oh, yes. Back in the day. Back in the day. The uh, thanks for being a great oh, part of my life. Oh, absolutely. Great. My first videos are also 480p. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, yeah, Chippicus. crazy. Remember when I got my first 720p camera and I was so proud? And I used to put 720p like, like now in HD. Yeah, now in HD 720p on all my videos. And then YouTube updated its thing and it screwed up the aspect ratio. So all those ones are like in. really weird. Anyway. Uh, Chippica says, friend of the channel says, congrats, uh, Winston on one mil. Looks like Laowai is on his way to the same. <clears throat> Absolutely. Process. Yeah, we'll do a road to a mil for my channel next. Yeah. Case closed 93. For two years, I've enjoyed super chatting your show every week and I always look forward to it. Unfortunately, I'm starting a new job next week and I probably won't be able to do it live anymore. Thanks for two years. Thank you. Oh, Case man. Closed. Thank you. Thank you. Here. And, you know, at least you'll be able to catch the, 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 the rerun afterwards. Yeah. And you'll always be a part of the community. Of course. Yeah. Uh, David Brooks says, Winston, your dad is amazing and I have a lot of respect both to him and you even more now. Congrats on a million. And am I okay to, to say you have his smile? Sure. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate is that. your dad. Yeah. Oh, and, makes sense. Um, you know, there's a lot more content for his channel, just taking time for me to get it all together. But there'll be more adventures on his adventure channel. It's called Surviving Africa, if you're interested to see my dad doing crazy things in the bush with mm-hmm. snakes and lions and stuff. Uh, David Brooks says, Winston, it was Tim Dalton's birthday last month. Was it? Jonathan Case. Happy birthday, Tim Dalton. Turning Red, yeah. I did watch Turning Red. It's pretty good. Yeah, I saw it with my wife and my daughter. She's a bit too young to really understand, but she liked the whole panda thing. Yeah, my kids liked it. It was pretty fun. David Brooks, are you guys looking forward to Easter? Yeah, of course. What do you think is a good Easter movie? Passion of the Christ. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dude. I think it's the only Easter movie, You know, like movie, I, was, really. I was telling you the other day, I couldn't understand when I was a kid because like, yeah, I have Christmas. I asked my parents, sure. what's Christmas about? And it's like, that's when Jesus was born. And then Easter's just a couple months later. Yeah, yeah. What's Easter about? It's when, Christ, when Jesus died. I'm like, how, how did he live for such a short time? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. he looks so old in the right. like Bible books or whatever. Yeah. He looks like died within the how, same year. How did he, d- he's like, he's lived less than me. Yeah. And I'm a little kid at the time, you know, sure. he's just lived like a few months. We've actually technically <laughs> outlived Jesus because he was 33 when he died. Oh, interesting. But, uh, little fun fact for you guys. There is a uh, canonized, canonized saint mm-hmm. named St. Rumwald. St. Okay. Rumwald. And you ready for this? Mm-hmm. He was born... This kind of fits in with your story. Okay. He was born, and then on his third day, right? Mm. Maybe it was the second day. I can't remember. But So imagine this baby just pops out. Yeah. 
he got up and he walked up to the the like place where you have your sermon at church and he gave a sermon and a full on like like mass to the people and then he died on his like third day. So that little... sounds very unbelievable. <laughs> Look it up, Saint Rumwald. He was a saint. He walked right out of the womb, had a full-on service, and then decided to die. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'll look into it. It's interesting. Yeah, very, yeah. Re- very real. Yeah. Don Derdam, greetings from Croatia. Watching you since 2019. Big Excellent. fan of yours. Thank Love you. the new soundboard. And speaking of sounds, conveniently, some misheard lyrics from my side. The 1977 hit by The Clash, I Fought the Law and the Lao Wai. Nice. I oh, like it. That's cool. Now, every time you hear that. Uh, banana boat 30 plus hello your friendly australian propagandist again late congrats on 100 episodes and i am again i'm telling you that midnight oil is the best oh man can you stop yeah can i do can i do this midnight oil i don't have to make the sound it makes the sound yeah yeah, it's making it's making the sound sorry that's a long one do it again one more oh, come on, we're gonna piss everyone off. Okay. Midnight oil. One more time. Midnight oil. That's that's too long. That's a long that's a trombone. Long, sad trombone. Woo! Yeah. Anyway. What are the other ones? Um, we've got oh, uh, I, I know what to say. Okay, say something. And Taiwan as a country says they just made new rules for leaving Sweden, but it's impossible to leave without paying Suan Dua for a single ticket to China. They are crazy and they don't want people to go to China. That's not a joke. <laughs> okay, wait, what do you want? <laughs> I was going to move on because that wasn't appropriate. <laughs> okay, all right, whatever, we're just messing around. I know. Yeah. Read air. Damn, Sea Milk, you looking supple today. <laughs> okay, we promise we'll stop. It's gone on it's too long. Going. Sorry, okay, I, oh I canceled it. Sorry about that. Yeah, you know, you get a new toy, you kind of want to use it, but yeah, that's sure. just lame if we I just use totally it too much. Agree. <laughs> okay, anyway. Go ahead. Okay, uh, stop. Next segment. Next segment, guys, is world news. Let's I, hit I it. I can't wait to do it. Oh, stop. Worldview. Get it out of there. Okay, <laughs> worldview. We talk about what's going on in the world, specifically with regards to China. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do we got going on over here? Okay. Uh, so, what do we got here? Uh, this is a tweet from Josh Rogan. He says, hey, guys, the Chinese government is backing Russia's bid to stay in the G20. Beijing's shift on Ukraine was only enough to convince gullible China experts, and they are conflicted. Their actions show that they're still on Putin's side, not on Ukraine's and not ours. I can name a lot of people that were claiming that China didn't take a side, and in fact, they were going to be the brokerage of peace, but yet they've already pulled out of any of those kind of promises that were put on the table that they weren't going to take Russia's side. No, I mean, now they're backing Russia's bit to stay in the G20. So what are you doing? Taking Russia's side. They didn't even abstain from this one. They just did it. I'm waiting for the Chinese mouthpiece people, the the Western shills. Um, I know one in particular. His name starts with a C. Okay. That I would like to have an update on his little perspective on that, about how China wasn't actually a part of this and how they're brokering peace. Mm, It'd be lovely to see. So what's going on? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, look, it's kind of ridiculous. When it comes to the South African government backing Russia, I fully understand it because the ANC is a communist organization and they got a lot of backing from the Soviets back in the day, you know, when they were fighting apartheid and stuff. So they are fully on Russia's side. It's disgusting. I can't stand the Chinese government. They suck for everyone, for every South African out there. They're bad news. But China is going out there trying to say, no, we're not taking a side. We're here to broker peace. But at the same time, fully just backing Russia in every single way that they can. Just not saying it. Yep. 
So it's like, I'm not doing it, and they're doing it. And, and it's doing so it. annoying. Yeah. Yep. Raw, you're back in the wrong horse, China. You're yeah. back in the wrong horse. Mm. Yeah. Uh, David Brooks says, stay awesome, guys. Movie recommendation. Oh, I'm not. What am I doing? I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought we were done. No. I'll just finish that. Uh, movie recommendation of the week is stop motion animated movie called The Miracle Maker with Ralph Fiennes voicing Jesus. Interesting little recommendation. Now, I'm sorry, we still have more world. Yeah, we go. do. Okay, explain what's going on. So Keanu Reeves, yes, um, friend of the show. <laughs> I'm just joking. I love Bill and Ted. What's your no, fa- like What's your Keanu favorite Reeves. Keanu Reeves movie? Um, geez, I don't know. I never saw John Wick. Did yeah, I saw them. I saw them. Okay. They're, they're probably, probably Bill and Ted. They're cool, but they're all like actiony. Yeah, just, I'm not really. A, it's kind of like not. playing God of War. It's just uh, like you know, yeah, like button mashing, but on in a movie. Button mashing, but you got yeah. no button. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge action movie fan, believe it or not. Right. Um, but you know, I like believe Bill it. And Ted. You yeah. feel like you watch like a Walk to Remember or whatever. So that's I all. It. That's all I watch. Yeah, and Korean dramas. And Korean dramas. That's the only thing I watch. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've been, I'll say this for Yum Chan. Okay, Ask right. me later what show I've been watching. Okay. It's not related to either of those things. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just have to spill the beans. Point anyway. Break was pretty good. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyway. Speed? Yeah, sure. D- that, Isn't that Tom Cruise? No, Speed is definitely okay. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. How do you think it's Tom Cruise? I know. It's, it's just... got Sandra Bullock. That was like Yeah, a, that's right. Uh, that was probably her second biggest role yeah, yeah, after Demolition Man. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely... It's Keanu Reeves, not for Speed sure. 2. No, of course. It's definitely... But there's a... What was that one that's very similar? Of course, that was Keanu Reeves. With that, what was that movie that sounds like Speed that had Tom Cruise? LSD? No, what? What? Amphetamine? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what like sounds like Speed. Yeah, it's like Days of Thunder. No, it's about like cars. Days of Thunder. No, that's about cars. It's, is that Tom Cruise? Yes. No, it's about NASCAR. It's your favorite thing. Oh, I hate NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, I, it's fine. <laughs> totally fine if you like NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate NASCAR. I don't hate it. Um, <laughs> what is that movie? You know, like it's got like a couple of them and it's like really high action. It's about like fast stuff. Fast and Furious. Let me pull up. Okay, just explain Top what's Gun. going on. Lot of the episode. So you yeah. got banned off Chinese internet. Yeah. Why did he get banned? Yeah. So Keanu Reeves, who, you know, we all, anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s probably really likes, especially if you were into the whole Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bogus Journey. Those two are pretty good. I remember growing yeah. up with that. You know, that was a big part of my childhood. Um, Turns well, out I'm just mixing up him with uh, I was with Speed. Okay. Continue. Yeah, with Speed. Yeah, okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, Keanu Reeves has been banned off the Chinese internet. And why? Uh, because of his stance on Tibet. Tibetan independence um, and pro, his pro-Tibetan stance. That, yes. You know, he did like a concert or something about mm-hmm. that. Now, the important thing is that I did a deep dive on the Chinese internet to look up if that was true or not. And his entire presence was not deleted off the Chinese internet like some people were claiming. Yeah. Um, don't jump on headlines unless you speak Chinese. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the movies were, in fact, removed from official sources, right? Yes. So you can't, like, buy them and stuff. Like John Wick and stuff, but the pirated ones are still out. Of course, the so, pirated ones are still out. Well, that, I found that interesting because when China really wants to get rid of something, they can get rid of the pirated ones too. Yeah, they absolutely can. And they didn't seem to get rid of the pirated John Wick that well, I found. That, I, that think, I didn't watch, by the way. Yeah. China's hosting this stuff. Don't look it up. It's bad. I think it's also a way for them to punish certain yes. actors and movie, um, uh, you know, whatever the movies. Because yeah. if they allow the pirated stuff to flourish, it means that they Don't lose money. money. 
So they're like, oh, so you support Tibet, do you? Well, guess what? We're going to take down all your official right. streams. It's not allowed to be shown in the cinema, but yeah. we're going to let it thrive in the pirated market so you lose all that money. Right. Yeah, nah. I have to say yeah. that I'm very impressed with Keanu Reeves. Like, the more I look into his stance on the CCP oppression, mm. I'm very impressed with that. And I'm very, I think he's kind of the counter character to John Cena. He's, <laughs> and he's yes. so much cooler. Like he loves mo, he collects motorcycles, but like cool bikes, not like yeah. lame bikes. Right? Sure, I won't say what I think lame bikes are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, better not. Um, so the the really last people that you don't you don't want those people as your enemy. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Anyway, no. The thing is, Ooh. of course, because Keanu Reeves said it himself: be excellent yeah. to each other. Yeah, and party on, dudes. Yeah, he did. so he seems like a really genuine guy. And in fact, when you look into him, um, he's turned down money, he's turned down roles and stuff just to get other actors opportunities. He's not chasing the paycheck, and he doesn't give a shit if he yeah. gets banned off of China for sticking up for human rights. Yeah. It's awesome. I forgot. He's also in Matrix, The Matrix. Yeah, well, you know that. Oh, I thought that was... Okay. Just just so you know. That Maybe wasn't like, Tom Cruise. Making me snot out my nose. I got scared of all the people that are going to come <laughs> after me for their motorcycle choice. Yeah, you better not say I which... didn't say it. You didn't. No, I meant Penny... What are those things called? Penny Farthings. Penny Farthings. But that's, that's not a motorcycle. I, I said bike, didn't I? Oh, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, you better be careful because that's the worst crowd. Screw those yeah. penny farthing guys. Oh, totally, right? Like one wheel bigger than the other. What are they thinking? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. What do we have next in uh, in world news? Nothing. Well, oh, 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 this. That's that's for Yamcha. By the way. Um, Yamcha, Yamcha. In, in Yamcha. In Yamcha, we're going to have a giveaway yeah. of, of a game, by the yeah. way. Something special. So stick around for Yamcha. Yes. Just saying that. So And actually, just saying that, how about we go into Yamcha? Uh, we could do that. But before we go into Yamcha, for those of you who don't know what Yamcha is, um, I'll put up the little thing here so you can see it popping up here. Uh, it's basically our Q&A part of the show. This is where we have a discussion with you guys. We answer your questions and we kind of chill out and have a good time and in this particular instance, we're going to have some Steam codes to give away for a new game. Um, but we only leave it up for the live show and then the weekend. And on Monday, we cut it out of the show. Otherwise, the show's too long. It's like three hours long and people don't want that. Yeah. So we cut it out. But then it's always available for those of you who are patrons to watch later on. That's so right. If you really want to. Anyway, uh, let's, let me just do that, that whole Yamcha thing again, shall I? It's Yamcha time. And for those of you who are not here live and who are not watching this on the weekend, we can't wait to see you in the next show. And until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. Now it's time for me to loosen the tie. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. What do you do? But I'm whatever. Can I say something? Sure. Fuck those penny farthing riders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude. Guys. Dude, you know... It, I think it makes sense because back then they didn't have, they hadn't figured out gears and it's gear ratios. Ridiculous. So you needed a big wheel so that no, each I get it. turn would like take you a certain more, you know. Absolutely so, absurd. If you're still riding it today, absurdity. That means you like oppression. Oh yeah, well you think that's bad. I watched something on YouTube but it popped up about a guy who rode around the world on a unicycle. I, I, I saw something about that, yeah. And I mean, like props to the guy for yeah. doing that, but yeah. a unicycle. Yeah, just why? Yeah. You can have two wheels. I, I feel you like can you walk. can walk faster. <laughs> you probably can. No, feel, you absolutely can. I feel can. like you can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should race him. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, it's so I wanted to... Yeah, it's yeah. Show. We can chill out. So is there anything you in the media sphere that... We always talk about what we play, what we, sure. what we watch. Is there anything you've been consuming? Everyone's asking about what I've been watching. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, you go first since everybody's <laughs> waiting. Go, go for it. 
<laughs> I gotta pull up a, an image so you can see it first. Okay, all right. I have been watching this show and I am so ashamed. I'm absolutely ashamed, okay? What is, what is so this? So this show is called Sexy Beasts. Okay. On Netflix, right? It's a dating show. And I don't watch dating shows, by the way. Let me tell you what the concept is. Okay. Each episode is completely different people. It's only 20 minutes long. A woman or a man will show up in full on, like, for example, like a dolphin makeup or like a rooster. This doesn't surprise me since you're, you're a brony and I guess a furry now, too. Wait, I thought you were a brony. No, you're the Oh, brony. you're the furry. That's yeah. right. But no, you're definitely, if you're watching this, this is furry vibes all day and all night, bro. They got people dressed up as pandas and There's scarecrows, and too, and there's like t- little testicle looking dudes. Okay, Alien. but explain the concept here. Okay, this is so, bizarre. so here's the deal. Somebody will come in with the makeup, and they're single, and they want to date. It takes place in London, right? And there's three surprised. people, right? Yeah. There's, you're surprised? No, I'm, oh, I'm you're actually not surprised. Not surprised. Okay. Yeah. There's three people. So let's say this person here will okay. be single, and then these people are single too, and then they have to go on dates, and then they eliminate them and then pick someone in the end. But because they don't know what they look like, they have to completely go based, based off personality. Okay. Or like how the date went, right? And I, if you had explained that to me, I would be like, I would never watch that. But it is supremely entertaining trash. Okay. It's very, it's hilarious because these guys, they could end up like completely disgusting losers. Yes. If they pick them. Or they could be like super handsome and then they let them go. Or, or pretty, right? Right, right. So it'd be like an absolutely beautiful girl, but she looks I, I get, like a disgusting I get, the, I get the appeal, but it's like, why don't they just put a, like a mask or something? It's, it's like a freaking, uh, like a Hollywood movie, the level of makeup they do. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay. But I'm very embarrassed at this. Um, what, <laughs> yeah. have you been, what have you been dabbling in? Uh, as far as watching it, it's just the usual stuff on YouTube, you know? We've been playing Gran Turismo 7. Yes. Uh, very interesting. Coffee lo- Shop 7. Coffee Shop 7. Loving the game. It's very like clinical and very Japanese. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. Yeah. And um, Luca. Shout out to Luca. I, I actually got a, a, a buddy a buddy of ours sent an old Game Boy that he found. Okay? Oh, yeah. He found an old Game Boy, like his daughter's Game Boy uh-huh. from years back in, in the box and he sent it to me. Nice. And it had a broken screen. And I repaired the screen. That's cool. And so I've been playing some old original Game Boy games. Good believe stuff. It or not. It's actually cool. I grew up with a Game Boy. I always wanted one when I was a kid. I never had one either. I my, had to borrow it. Yeah, my parents uh, didn't buy me one for whatever reason. I actually have my original Game Boy laying around. It's around you somewhere. The green Game Boy Pocket. Yeah. Anyway, so I always wanted one. You know, like I was nine years old when they came out. So it's like prime time. I always wanted one. So it's cool to actually finally have one and mess around with it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um, Let's uh, hit the actual questions <laughs> yeah i am dumb but not that dumb uh says missed watching live last week so here's 101 for 101 thank you very thank much thank you very Appreciate much that. that's fantastic i'm begging you please don't play the cursed pussycat clip Oops. this week i have two sharpened pencils <laughs> at the ready just in case sorry about that mate like that wasn't Do you want uh... me to be the cat <laughs> <laughs> you need to put on a scottish accent can you try Do you want me to be the cat <laughs> uh sorry about that oh man you know, you know what I have been watching surprisingly with my daughter because you know, um, when you've got a kid, you have to watch kids sure, shows. Of course. And oh, man, I got to be honest with you, it's most of it's terrible. Like yeah. the drill, especially for young kids. Yeah. It's like repetitive music and stuff, and it's, sure. it makes you really not happy when you have to listen to Coco Melon all the time. Coco Melon is terrible. Sated. It's terrible. It's so bad. It's have you noticed? It's not real music. It's just. It's m- like. Daddy said that he will come back from work. <laughs> Either way, it's it's torturous, right? So 
now she's kind of at an age where she can, you know, she's two and a half or whatever. So she can understand a few things and, you know, she can point to animals and, you know, she speaks fairly well now, actually. So I started to look at, you know, little kids shows like My Little Pony. Surprising. I thought thought of you. So nice. I thought of you. So I was like, I'll show her My Little Pony. I honestly feel like I should be the furry and you should be the brony because I know nothing about My Little Pony. (laughs) Anyway, so I started watching that and it's like, whatever, she likes it and all that. But I was going through like stuff from when I was a kid, and it's all trash except for Ducktales. Ducktales holds show. up. It's and then there's awesome. a newer one too. Oh, is there? Yeah, I don't know about stuff. the new one. It's good. The old one from like Both when I was a good. kid, awesome. Still got the 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 most catchy tune. Ducktales, you know? woo! That. We used to sing uh, when in China. There's this thing called Truck Roads. Yeah, and that's basically when a truck releases all its brake cooling. Yeah, stuff. you know, in, in in China they use very low tech trucks, yeah. so. Yeah. When they're going up and down mountains, the brakes overheat. So they have like a water injection system. Yeah. So what happens is you you see these big signs everywhere. They say Jashwe, which means add water. And what they do is they've got big tanks on the side of the road. You pay them and they add like big tanks of water in these trucks. For your brakes. And so, yeah, as you're going up and down the hills, you're basically spraying water on the brakes in order to cool them down. But what that happens is, uh, what that ends up with is basically brake dust and grease and oil and whatever else that's around the brakes and the wheels gets flushed onto the road. And you see these long trails behind the trucks. And it's especially on the downhills because that's when they need it. And when you're riding a motorcycle on a downhill twisty road and there are literally two tracks of oil on each side. It's bad. You you just if you hit those oil slicks you fall over. Yeah, so we used to we used to call it truck juice. Yes, truck juice. And we say truck juice, woo. And yeah, we'd we used always to sing that. Sing that, yeah. It's kind of an alarm. Yeah, we'd say it to our to our each through, other through, through the, the intercoms. intercoms yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like know. yeah. You wipe out on that. Yeah, yes. we had people wipe out on that. Anyway, yeah, Ducktales, man. Yeah, truck juice. I can I can recommend it. So you know, if I watch it with my kid, I can enjoy it too because yeah, it's pretty good. It holds up. Storyline. Yeah, it holds up. Tailspin, that was another good one. That's yeah. a good one, Spirit at the time. That was, that was, that was a little um, bit later on, but yeah. No, it's, it's exactly the same time. No, it's not. Really? Yeah, Tailspin I used to was... wa- come home, watch DuckTales, and then Tailspin. Yeah, I mean, it was on at the same time. Oh, but it, gotcha. it, it's kind of like it came on later. DuckTales was before that. Oh, interesting. Let's look. Can you pull up yeah, some dates um, on that? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not okay. saying you're not right. So let's first of all find Just out. Just that it played it like like the same block of cartoons. Mm-hmm. Tailspin was the 93, I believe, right? 90. Um, 90. Yeah. 1990. Okay, what yeah. about DuckTales? I feel like that's late 80s. DuckTales. That's Tales. Duck Takes. Duck Takes. Give me a Wikipedia. 87. Yeah. But... Think about this. It was on for four seasons, which was at the same time. No, it was at the same time. Yeah. I'm just saying it came later. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that was my mean. Three, but it was at the same time. Three whole years later. Yeah, but it was on at the same time. Yes. It's still on in 93. Yeah. Or 90, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Darkwing enough. Duck, excellent. That was also a bit later. Pull it up. Definitely later. Yeah, that's definitely later for sure. Come on. I, just want, I just want to say. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're still all at the same time. Same time period. I don't know what you're trying to prove here. No, it's just... I'm just saying it's, yeah, 90, 91. 91 to 92. It's later. So you you keep progressing later. Next, you're going to be like going into goof troops and stuff. Anyway. Groove troop? Yeah. There that's you go. Late. That was like 1962 or something. Nope. Nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> enough of this cartoon. You know what I've been watching with what? my kids? Like the 1930s Disney shorts. Oh, interesting. 1930s. So there's one about like King Midas and he's turning everything into gold and stuff. And it's But it's like it's like classic stories, but like turned into like cartoons that's cool. really good really it's amazing good. They what they it. were able to do back oh then. it's incredible dude like freaking bambi right yeah it's 1942 isn't that insane it's like during world war ii yeah 
Yeah. And it still holds up today. Right. How were they making a cartoon in the middle of the war? I know. Like these, yeah, like the, the ones I've been watching, I'm like thinking like 1935, this is before the war. Yeah. Was it uh, Snow White's 37 or something? Yeah, something like that, right? It's like, whoa, it's weird. It's crazy, anyway. right? Mm. Yeah, anyway, let's move on. Uh, yeah, can you, Ken S says, can you please shout out to Daniel Lord from Hiding in My... We don't know what that is. Yeah, so, yeah. I also played a great sound clip. Okay, here uh, goes... Shout out to Daniel Lord from Hiding in My Room on YouTube. Great. I'll look him up later. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's not some radical oh, something. <laughs> Do we have to pull it up? No, no, we're fine. This we don't know who it is. If it's good, then we shout him out. If it's bad, then we don't. <laughs> David <laughs> yeah. And Jesus says to stay awesome too, guys. Oh, excellent. Thank we you. got a lot of Jesus shout outs. A lot of Jesus dialogue here well, today. Well, Easter's coming up. And it's a feast day today. Did you know that? Oh. So a little trivia for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to talk about food. Sure. Um, so in Lent, right? So it's mm. the 40 days where Jesus wandering around the desert eating locusts and you know what they say? Jesus, it says in the Bible, it says, Jesus wandered through the desert eating locusts and wild honey. Number one, I've eaten locusts. Not that bad if you cook them. Yeah. Not ideal. We ate them in China, yeah. yeah it's not that it's... bad, though. Not the end of the world. Sure. It's wild honey? Sounds delicious. Why is that a big deal? Yeah. I wish I could eat wild honey all day. Sure, sure. <laughs> anyway. Uh... You gotta get stung. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that's, that's what the bad part that's... is. That's... You finally just destroyed the mystery because in my head, as a kid, I'm like, I want to eat wild honey. Not if you have to go reach in that freaking beehive to take it. I'll tell you what, you don't want that. He's not carrying around like a bee <laughs> beekeeper's helmet and a you smoke sure? gun or whatever. You know, what? how is he going to get it? Bee, in my mind, bees never entered the equation. Dude. It was kind of like he's just picking up reservoirs of wild honey. You know, there's little jars everywhere yeah. or something. Anyway, mm. you, uh, you fast. You're supposed right. to eat less or whatever. But on Fridays during Lent, you're not allowed for those 40 days, you're not allowed to eat meat. Unless a feast day, a holy feast day, falls on that Friday, which is today. Mm. So you can eat meat. Oh. For all you people that were worried. Um, Mark Vogel, congrats on a million Winston. Time Thank to you. up your game, Matt. Yeah, I'm working on it, all right? Please. You guys, it has nothing to do with me. You guys need to subscribe. Yeah, you also got to remember, it's a number of years. Like, we looked it up. I started in 2008. You started in 2012? Nine, yeah, 13, so it's been nine years. Okay, yeah. right. So it's... But yeah, you're like five years more. Yeah. Give me a little time. Yeah. Uh, in all You'll seriousness, though, thanks for what you guys do. Uh, news on the Not From Lab story. Uh, I have been documenting that, and I have not changed my mind yet. Yes. Uh, Meddlesome Night. Love you guys. I have learned so much about China's culture and history from you guys. And many ch other channels as well. Keep up the brilliant work. And we will. Thank you. Sneaky Jolteon, would you like me to be the cat? <laughs> oh, not if it's Jolteon. It'll shock you to death. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that George Cataway has been cemented into ADV lore. He should be living in the fear now. Hell well, yeah. our audience is nice, and we don't go after We'll him. live in the fear. We will make yeah. fun of you, though. Yeah, of That's course. the difference, is we're not malicious about it. Yeah. Um, whereas the pro-authoritarian people tend to be quite malicious. They're very malicious. Holy so. crap, they go after our families all the time. Horrible people. Yeah, very mm. bad, very mm. ugly. Ugly on the inside. What do you say, ugly on the inside? inside you know, ugly on the outside. I watched a sexy beast yesterday. Okay. Really smoking hot girl. Right? Okay. Super, obviously not with the mask. Sure. And she pulled up. She said something like, uh, ugly on the inside, ugly on the outside. I was like, dude, so it's a real thing. It is a real thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Black Halo 6. Oh, I'm pretty sure this video was cut by the Indian TV drama director. See that Kim Jong-un This is Kim Jong-un one. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, Jordan Thomas, are you aware of the PLA Solomon Islands deal? Yes, and that is horrifying. And I hope, I don't know what you can do about that, though. Yeah, tough to 
Tough to say. This is our this country. Is our country. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Deadman. Uh, Kim is really trying to nail that Tony Soprano look with that jacket. I think he nailed it. Oh, yeah. He surpassed it. It's so funny um, to see somebody who's inherently not cool looking trying to look cool. He really he's is. He's going to go after looks you. Looks like a dumpling. He really does. I think he's. Kim Jong-un, if you're watching, I think you're a handsome guy. <laughs> I think you're underappreciated, really. He <laughs> just um, looks like a dumpling, bro. Patrick Asplund um, says, Kim Jong-un never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Can we chill out on the Kim Jong-un slander <laughs> here, guys? You know, he rides yeah. horses. Yeah. Like white horses. And then China believes when he's named the sexiest man of the year. Yes. It's funny. Uh, none, not dumb, but that, that dumb with the 444. Thank you very much for that number. <laughs> I'm now one of your deaf viewers. Oh, deaf? Did we blast? Did we ear ear? I think rape anyone? some one of our sound things was too too loud. Probably. Is it that one? That's too long. We have to it's, shorten. Why that. is it so? Long? I did, you know, we didn't even test these. No. So I, I don't remember what any of them sound like. Yeah, let's hope it's not too terrible. Mm. Uh, Anthony Saints. Stop the effing cats. <laughs> but you're donating money to say that, so we're going to keep it up. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, honestly, we won't bring the cat back no. unless another one of these shills... Goes on the show. Goes on the show. One of these foreign... That's the rule. Yeah. If if one of these foreign, um, you know, CCP-linked shills go on the Russian state media, again, we have to show it. We have to. It's just we're doing due diligence, right? Yeah. We've signed a contract with ourselves. Yes. To say that's the only time we'll show it. We're never going to bring up George Cataway unless he has a CCP Yeah, so it's only... Off. It's up to that, really. Yeah. yeah. So you better write to RT and say yeah. stop collaborating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kathleen Morrison says North Korean prop video production... Uh, then CCP propaganda. I guess she's saying like it's better than CCP propaganda. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, mm, yeah, yeah, it depends. It's got a kind of a musty, weird vibe. Uh, it's not great. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It literally looked like some people were trying to do a parody of him. Yeah. You know? Like like a deep fake. Yeah. It looked like a parody. Yeah. But it was real. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Ole Green, got to go to work. I'll download and watch later. Just want okay. to say the CCP doesn't have a policy of not interfering with other countries' internal affairs. The CCP does have a policy of saying they don't interfere with other <laughs> countries' internal affairs. That's true. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, they do. They do it all the time, and they say, oh, you know, you shouldn't do it to other countries. Uh, Dadan, whatever happened to the man in the high castle from your earliest episodes? He got a job, and he moved to a different country. Yeah. Uh, Chippicus... Winston is not a fed, too well dressed. <laughs> Thanks. Are mate. they poorly dressed? I, I, I think. So. I think so. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Meddlesome Knight, I want to see some more triple chin action from Kim and the twins. He lost a lot of weight. Have you mm. noticed that, Kim Jong Un? Yeah, I guess so. He was enormous. Mm. He's much skinnier now. Yeah, I wonder how he managed that. <laughs> a lot of videos you could probably look up on YouTube that yeah. will tell you why. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not actually are. not that interested in in a freaking despot dictator's I just, I just weight loss story. There is entire channels dedicated to things. Maybe like he that. can be like the Kim's, you know, method of losing weight or whatever. Kim's class, like Kim's yeah. the Kim method. Yeah, exactly. And it's like suffer aortic failure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, yeah, we can <laughs> have a heart attack. The the, the nuclear solution the nuclear to solution. your fat problem yes. or something like that. Yeah. Nuke that belly fat. Exactly. <laughs> With Kim's method. Oh yeah. Uh Ken S. Winston, congrats on one million. Lawai next to one million. Thank you very much. <clears throat> no, Are I just you, feel... like looking at it and appreciating it. No, I'm looking at it from a point of view that I feel like I should be playing Call of Duty if you I should. drink this. I feel like that's more like um like the 
flavored kinds you know like code red and like sure. major gamer melon. fuel yeah gamer that fuel cringes me out it's like a doritos pack doritos it's like suck by the way gamer f- yeah i'm i'm They're gonna agree really bad. i'm gonna agree i yeah. never like the taste no it's way better snacks you know it's really because fritos fritos are on fritos fight me fritos best chip yeah absolutely, absolutely yeah. best chip. just the Hands original down. flavor they got some other good ones but yeah, fritos but fritos original is best french kiss yeah you know? it's amazing fritos yeah always loved it we had it in south africa when i was young too so great stuff yeah Sukureva syndrome. Great that you reached that in four years. I didn't know anyone who has reached that in that short of time. I think... Who reached what in four years? Talking about a million subscribers. Winston's talking 14, 14, 14, years. 14 years. And mine was nine years, not mm. not like one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's you. been a long, hard slog. And uh, again, I'm just so blown away that I ever reached that milestone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. We made jokes like in the past. You yeah, know, like, oh, we'll that. never meet. Yeah. Honestly, never thought no. ever that I'd reach a million I know subscribers. People, it's like a trope or whatever. But we actually were like, yeah, we'll probably peak like 300K or something. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's such a far goal. And think about it, 14 years is a long period of life. You know, you got teenagers getting in trouble with the law at the age of 14 and, I don't know, toppling dictators or something maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's a long period of life, 14 huge. years. Huge. You know what I'm saying? China changed a lot. No. Yeah. Uh, PB is the surprise Winston in a furry cat suit. Oh, like oh, on, uh, oh no, sexy you, beast. Yeah, you're gonna no, no. He's talking about the surprise for oh, a million oh, things. No, no. We're gonna do oh, a little no. live stream, and during the live stream, we're gonna drop something which is a surprise gift for everybody. So nice. Yeah. Uh, Baron von Krogelstein the third says, "Thanks for reminding me about the sculpture park. I'm driving down the I-15 tomorrow. I'll make sure to stop by. Yeah, please do. Pay your regards. Yeah, just take maybe a look. leave a leave like something and say like ADV podcast. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna leave something there. Yeah, you can at the big uh, six four thing underneath there. Yeah, yeah. Golden Age Flash. Congrats, Winston, on one million. I miss you and Matt on motorbike tours. Those are cool. Do you have any future plans for bike travels? Of course. Of course we do. And don't forget, we still have a lot that we haven't released yet, guys. Yeah. In fact, you can." Look forward to uh, another ADV China adventure, motorcycle yeah. adventure, early next week. Yeah. You know? Uh, very, very, yeah, maybe like Tuesday. Yeah, somewhere. There. Uh, we got to finish it. Early in the week. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Stan from Poland, friend of the channel. Great yes. YouTube channel. Go subscribe to Stan. Yeah, he's a fantastic, uh, lives in Taiwan, yeah. has a lot of good commentary about the CCP and its influence over there. He's mm. very, and very he's good. And he's fluent oh, in amazing Mandarin. Chinese, like, yeah. great. You know, like Lila Farley levels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, come on, Winston, that statue is amazing. Which one? The CCP virus one. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But like I say, it it can be seen as tasteless. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 by I, seeing a person, a human being is like a virus. Yeah. I, I think like if it was, mm, I don't know, you know, you've got to always play that middle middle role because if you want to bring people on board who normally yeah. wouldn't be on board yeah you know you're going to get that knee-jerk reaction from any chinese person like you know hey how how can you put xi jinping like that you know that sure. type of thing and you want to get people on board so it should probably sure. be a bit more just a well, hammer I mean, and sickle and that flag and but the, again like yeah. we don't dictate what anyone wants to do sure I absolutely support freedom of speech and, yeah, that, and that's his statue look, i i personally I, I personally think it's hilarious yes I personally do appreciate the artwork. Please don't right. get me wrong. I'm just thinking of, of it from a diplomatic point of view. Right. Uh, Dennis Reynolds. Mm. Massive congrats, Winston. Now let's get Matt there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, let's get me there. Absolutely. Gordon Freeman uh, says, happy In Friday. our lifetime. Yeah. How about like now? It'll happen. How about right now? Get Lawai86 to a million subscribers right this minute. I want to see it by the end of the stream. <laughs> One mil. Please. 
Yeah. Uh, do you know if the spitting woman actually got the noodles or was it a clever ruse? <laughs> yeah, it's hard <laughs> so to tell. We need a follow-up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hilarious how she spat on the thing and they swapped that and like, that's good enough. Should we send one of our guys there yeah. to go ask her? Maybe, yeah. I think we have to find out where she is first. It's, I've been seeing a lot of these crazy things where they've been forcing, um, you know, homeless people and elderly people to take the test and they just don't want to do it. Mm. The problem is it's it's an invasive test and they're trying to do it all the time like with these yeah. zero covid things like every day you need a test or every second day and it's tough man especially living in a freaking hut in the middle of nowhere who who are you infecting why do you need that test you she's don't... literally in like a dust cave she is in not the middle of she's nowhere. not going to infect people no. okay no. leave her alone leave her alone yeah Noodle lady. Yeah. She's a she's a real champ. Man. Yeah. I, just, I loved her jokes. They're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's like, who are you mourning? Who died? She's like, I will, I will kill you. She said to them. <laughs> she said, I will kill you with this stick. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounded like a, a little bit like the dialect of like around the Xi'an, Shanxi area. Yeah. Um, so it might be around there. It looked like it too. Dude, I, I saw another one where they had like an old, there's an old woman with a stick in a gutter okay just because I, I i could find it if i look for it but she's in a gutter she's got a stick and they're trying to test and she's like whacking them on the on the helmet and stuff but she's saying like guinkai guinkai you know which means f off you know yeah. she's just shouting at it them it's hilarious to see right uh the wuhan institute of i'm Virology. so glad my wife's not in china right now because she'd yeah. have to be going and doing these tests. oh yeah and like all the the doctors that i know in china it's terrible because they're forced to go out and do these mass testing yeah of these neighborhoods and they're all in, they they are responsible for specific neighborhoods and specific areas and they are working non-stop having to go out and do these these stupid tests all the time and deal with this crap and of course subject themselves to this it's awful sure terrible job um the wuhan institute of virology reminded everyone that i'm at 829,000 subscribers nice um, it's very so close it's very easy to get me over a million by the end of this podcast sure easily oh super easy. um actually while can you read uh can you read the next super chat yeah, because it's in Japanese. So. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's Nigazun. I don't know if it's good to say that, but Nigazuni kono kura. It's like in Romanji, so I'm not quite sure what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, can Sorry. you say this? I didn't phrase? mean to put you on the spot. It's uh, Japanese, so we don't, you know. Tio nin. I don't know. Like, dude, write it in actual Japanese. It'll be easier for me to write. Hiragana katakana is totally fine, but thank you anyway. Happy Friday, gents. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to say, go watch our videos uh, that we put out today. I don't have links uh, right now because there's so many links in our description. But Lao 86 my video today was about uh, the newest white monkey jobs. I know you guys love the white monkey videos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the newest white monkey jobs in China have kind of dried up. So there's actually new white monkey jobs, which are the shills that go yeah. out there and promote the Chinese government. Hilarious. It's, it's important video. And, and funny. Yeah, and yours is about you caught a fellow South African. Uh, I wouldn't like to even call him a fellow anything. Okay, sorry, sorry. Like a Brak Brakpan special guy who went out and he's just a horrible, horrible Chinese CCP sycophant. But sure. he's sloppy, and he went to do the Xinjiang genocide denial stuff. And when he went there, he revealed pretty much how the the propaganda works unknowingly because yeah. he's because he's that doff. Yeah, so mm -hmm. go check out both of our videos. Yeah, uh, I think you'll like them. Sure. Um, Aquatic Boreal said there's a lot of trolls in the chat you might consider limiting chat to subscribers only that might help I don't think you can do that. you can do members only but you can't do subscribers only yeah Walter Dedman I really hope the next statue this sculptor makes is bigger 
and either uses Winnie the Pooh or Chairman Mao as a middle finger to the CCB. Damn shame about this statue. Yeah. yeah. Well, they caught the guys that did it. So fine. You know, this there's is actually a silver lining. It's it's a good thing mm. because for the longest time, mm. the CCP has gotten away with just doing whatever when it comes to stealing, uh, you know, secrets and IP and all that kind of stuff, bribing people sending people to go and intimidate students using like um, students and scholars associations, a Confucius Institute, that kind of thing to just out in the open, intimidate Chinese students that are studying here mm-hmm. and anyone yeah. like who who's involved in anything the CCP doesn't like. And they get away with it because of the language barrier. Mostly that's why like the great translation movement is important. We need sure. more of that kind of thing, of course, but they've been getting away with it. So now if they can see there's some repercussions, yeah, like real repercussions, they might think twice. Sure, you know, be a deterrent. Yeah. So let's hope. Hopefully, there's some proper repercussions. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, Joe Cantic mm. says it came in during transnational repression. I'm so mm. glad that they're taking this seriously. Uh, I hope you yeah. guys reach out to them and show them what you know. Dana Stanford, thank you. John Dew. I recently watched your Conquering Northern China series. Great stuff, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you that. It. Mar- Mauricio M. Winnie the Pooh sets up honey pot traps. <laughs> okay, honey pot traps. I get okay. it. David Newfeld. Don't forget the CCP hiring locals under the guise of acting in a film to protest at the Hmong trial in Vancouver. Yes. And also YouTubers. Yes, YouTubers. Dude, yeah. I mean, you remember that, right? Mm-hmm. They hired people as extras, okay? They said, arrive here at this place at this time. You're going to be an extra in like a movie. They arrived there. They say, hold this sign. And it was like, free Meng Wanzhou, the, you know, America sucks or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And they were holding these signs. They all got paid $100 each. And then on Chinese state media, they were showing, look at how these Canadians even, they want Meng Wanzhou to be released. They don't agree with their own government. It was so ridiculous. It's so bad. And they did that. You remember there's a specific YouTuber that was we suspect hired to cover the entire trial. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely stuff. was. He's taken money from the CCP, we know for sure. Yeah. Good old golf shill. Golf shill. Mm. Uh, wondering if the CCP has been hiring thugs to attack mm. Asians to foment Asian hate. Well, we do know that some of the Asian hate Asian hate protests, um, there was legitimate ones, and then there was ones that were actually co-opted by the CCP. Our friend Lola Farley mm. went to one to participate, yeah. as we do, uh, to stop Asian hate, but then found out some of the protesters there were actually paid by the CCP to hold yeah. up signs that says, like, don't demonize the Chinese China. government yeah. or something. Dude, I've been doing such a deep dive into the whole yeah. Asian hate movement. It's crazy what I've uncovered. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I will be making a very in-depth video, uh, factual video about that whole situation. Nice. And it's really scary just how much the Chinese government co-opted that entire movement. Right. And it's not to say the movement is wrong. No, but it's how the, they co-opted it. How they co-opted yeah. parts of it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, LND, your reactions on the Solomon Islands legend who blew the whistle on the CCP negotiating to get military placements in this in the Pacific? Mm. I mean, um, great. Yeah, I mean, but it's a little bit shocking about how far they come with that. Yeah. Um, well, we'll we'll keep our eye on that. Definitely. Rumrunner, your weekly bad joke. Okay. It's good to have a Rumrunner joke. Uh, why can't the CCP virus get laid? Because it's an incel. Okay. Because it's incel. Okay. Nice. Congrats, Vincent. I'm getting more subs than Jimmy John's. Well deserved. You have more subs than Jimmy John's. Who's Jimmy John's? I think it's like a sausage. 
I don't know why they would have. Don't subs. you think it's weird when you, go, you there's like big news organizations yeah. or something and you've got more and subscribers? More subs. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I notice that sometimes. Or like if you're in like uh, I'm not this is not a flex though, but you no, go to like a stadium or something. And let's say it's like fifty thousand capacity and it's like totally full and you look out and you're like, I have like more 10 than times this. that. <laughs> Just more than ten times that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Rain man. How long do you think it'll take for Russia and China's friendship to fall apart? There's no way to put a time limit on it, um, but it won't be forever. No, it's when the CCP doesn't find a use anymore, yeah, a strategic that's use, correct. they'll move on. Yeah. Nanda Mari says, congrats, Winston on a million. You're next, Matt. Thank you. Let's make it happen by the end of this podcast. I'm uh, glad people on U.S. soil now have a way... To help if getting harassed by the CCP progress, it is huge it's, progress. It's so important because, look, seriously, and it's for anyone. So that means even people like myself, I'm not an American citizen, right? So you think because that American citizens are, are awarded so many rights and yeah. protections by their government. Well, it's anyone something, on the U.S. soil. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's something I've always been jealous of because, you know, when we're in China, for instance, yeah. um, my American expat friends, they would always be invited to these like the American um whatever what do you call those things they do the, yeah, yeah you know what i'm so. saying yeah, yeah. but like they'd always receive like an invitation to go the american consulate would put together these little gatherings and if you're an american citizen you just get the invitation and you'd go there and they'd discuss and they'd be there to help you and whenever the american expats would always get into trouble for like smoking weed or whatever the case they're do, doing stupid shit in china they could rely on their government to help them out in a pinch they would contact the embassy and the embassy would advise them and they'd be there to help them if they died, this is a great privilege, by the way, if they died in China, the American embassy would help with the repatriation of their body to their family. You know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> if you're South African, they're like, fuck off. They're like, they don't do anything. They don't do nothing. If you die, that's because like we had a situation where a guy died and they didn't, they're like, nope, sort it out yourself. We don't care. Nice country. They had nothing to, to organize for people to get together. They had no like uh, support for your citizens. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been used to this idea that nobody's got my back except myself. Sure. Um, but to know that I'm on U.S. soil and I'm not an American, but... You're protected. Yeah. When the CCP harasses me, which they do, if it gets to a point that I really need help, there's some it, yeah. way for me to reach out and get right. that help. It's very comforting, and it should be comforting for anyone who's in the States who's at a risk from the CCP and its sycophants. Yeah. Yeah, just get that off. That goes on too long, too. We got to uh, change these sound bites, dude. Hey. Mimi says, <laughs> I tried to post the coordinates of one of those camps as a comment on Winston's video, but the comment kept getting deleted. Why was this? It's very interesting. and It's not interesting at all. No. It's very easy. They think it's a link because yeah. there's a dot in it. So yeah. It's like dot .com links, type thing. Links are not allowed on our channels. There's no. an option you can disable it in uh, YouTube, and there's a reason for this. Just get rid of the dots. So yeah. sick and tired of this crap. First of all, you got, you got other YouTube channels who, like in China or whatever, they're like, I also made a video about this. Go check out my video, and they'll paste the link. Look at my or, channel. Or they'll be like, this guy's a liar. Go look at this debunking video from this weird crackpot drug addict or something. And or then, uh, sexy young singles in your area. Yeah. Dude... Bitcoin scams, yeah, yeah. like the thing is you can't have links enabled on your channel anymore because there are these bots that go out there and spam it, you know what yeah. I mean? And put yeah. viruses on people's computers and stuff if they click the link. So that's why. Yeah, mm. that's correct. Yeah. Uh, Griffin Yearout says, I've been seven months of being uh, seven months of being a member on the channel. Congratulations. Thank you. 
I walked out and there was a GTR in my driveway and a thousand dollars in the glove box. Can't thank you guys <laughs> enough. And that is true. Uh, if you do become a member, lots of we've heard lots of reports of amazing things happening to yeah. you. Yeah. So congratulations <laughs> for that. Yeah. I uh, just want to say. Um, all right. Why does it go on so? It's long? too long. I, I have to cancel. Cr- where's the crickets one? Uh, it's one of these. Why didn't you write down? Because it's lame. Like I wasn't going to use crickets. You think it? You think it's this one? Is that know. crickets? I can't. We can't hear it. Maybe it's crickets. Okay, I'll turn that off. Yeah. I know this one is like a harp or something. If I press this one, is it? I think so. A pink harp. I think it's a harp. Huh. It's so cool to have Let's these. Let's see which one's short. That, what is that? I don't know, but it's very long. No, it's not. It's only a few seconds. Oh, oh it tells you the countdown. What's this one? That's, oh man, this music. Oh, it's like an intro. Oh, what's this one? Stop! <laughs> Enough. Let's move on. Okay, wow. Okay. <laughs> we have um, real ones like you know. Sure. Man, I think that cotton one's way too loud. Did that just do something for you guys? I hope not. Okay. I don't know. It seems loud. It seems like it's peaking. Sherry Crosby says, "Bloody outrageous." Oh, oh yeah. That's okay. bloody outrageous. Solomon is a military base plan in the South Pacific. Tra- yep. Domination of transport and trade links with Indonesia and Malaysia beware. It's a big deal. It's bad. Mm. Havik Arnie and Bing Chiling. Yes, Bing Chiling. Um, <laughs> Frickle Face, 92. Y'all are great. Literally tell everyone about y'all. And thanks for the awareness and humility. You have to keep it going. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, seriously, it's, appreciate that very, very much. But it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> Uh, unknown person congrats winston on a million i started with your china how it is videos and i've always looked forward to your future content stay awesome thank you so much and i used to love making those china how it is videos back in the day i didn't know what i was doing it was like terrible my gear was terrible but i enjoyed doing it a lot two to rescue oh sorry yeah no keep going two to rescue says congrats on one million winston let's get matt up there by summer and by summer you mean by the end of this episode (laughs) yeah summer 2028 or something (laughs) just kidding no just kidding we'll get there it's we're gonna make a massive drive prove winston wrong get me to a million immediately please (laughs) thank you he's trying to say i'm never gonna hit it no of course he he told me in private that he's like i wish you'd never hit a million subscribers (laughs) of course i never said that and he actually goes in and he he writes email campaigns to get people to unsub (laughs) (laughs) where are you getting this from (laughs) Oh, man. Stop. Stop with those. CNC engineer, that reminds me. Have you guys heard about Chinese human traffickers that were caught carrying Ukrainian infants? Yes. yes. Video still up on YouTube. Gravitas. Uh, Chinese citizens caught smuggling Ukrainian babies. You know, look, the thing is, we know that the, the whole uh, human trafficking thing is a huge thing in China. We've both ex- experienced it. In other words, we've seen it. We've mm-hmm. met people yeah. that have been human trafficked. It's not a very good thing it's a horrible it's probably one of the worst things that can happen to a human being sure and it's not surprising the thing is the the guys that were caught with these like newborn babies basically like walking over the border um they're trying to say no they're just saving them from you know the war i don't know man it's i don't know it's tough to make a call on this one because we both know deep down that that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I'm Thanks saying. For trying to be but you know, it's like you're running from your life in a in a war situation, and I think a lot of people would try to help newborn yeah, infants, but course. it's fucking strange. You know, it's I don't want to comment on it. It's yeah, just it's, but just, it's, it's sus. 
It's very, it's mad it's, sus. It's very sus if you, you know, if you, anyway, let's, let's let that investigation <laughs> yeah, bear yeah, itself yeah, out we and we'll, we'll say for sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't want, maybe they really were very humanitarian and really just wanted to help those, those poor little children. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Just wanted to say I have gotten four subscribers since we've uh, started no, this campaign. No, you haven't. You got way more. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> since we started the road to a million. Mm. Uh, so thank you so much for those four people. Let's keep it's it important. up. Well, 100, 181,000 you, you know, left. You know, what really pushed me over the edge was, you know, because remember, we're, I was languishing, right? For the longest time, it's been like weeks that I've been at like 999,000. Sure. Okay. And a couple of hundred, like 200. And then we we decided, let's make a push. And I asked, you know, we always ask, and yeah. you know, please do us a favor. Nothing was happening until we sat down and uh, you you did a post mm -hmm. and I did a post. And it didn't help that much. It helped a it little. helped a little. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Like 30, 40, 50 subscribers. But it was when I did a community post. Well, when we did a community post on this channel, mm -hmm. yeah, when I showed how close it was on this channel and on shows the ADV the China, of, shows you the power of this channel. Yeah, and it was you guys who were like, "Yeah, we're gonna step up," and I'm so grateful. And like I said, I got a big, I got a gift to give all you guys next week. Yeah. So again, road to a million. Yes. For me, big drive. Mm -hmm. Let's make it five subs if we can. Yes. Um, Davet eleven latest video I got from a Wuma was set in the mo movie set in Ukraine with hundreds of extras running towards the camera. The propaganda was, "What's happening in Ukraine is just a movie." Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean they've been trying to push this whole thing that like that pregnant woman's an actress and that they've been seeing spotting her in food line bread lines and stuff. It's like, come on, guys, please. We know that the newest one true. we saw from CCP Sycophants, like the guys that are actually working for China. Mm. They so there's Western guys. Oh, that one dude, uh, the South African guy. Yeah, he on his other channel where he's been posting Russian propaganda. Yeah, posted this thing about how Zelensky is a drug addict. And they meanwhile, he's just mad tired. <laughs> yeah, because he's all tired on camera. Yeah. He's like, look, he's, he's on in drugs. A war. What was his thing that the the West uses drugs to control him? <laughs> I'm like, dude, just stop. I mean, then he took his dose of brain force. And yeah, and then he was totally fine. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. Uh, L and D. Winston, aren't you afraid of Room 101? Do it to Julia. What is that? Actually, That's really creepy. I, d I don't Sounds know why. Really scary. I don't know why that that How's rings a, a bell because I don't guys. know what that is. Creamy but it audio. Rings a bell. Let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, Charles Womack. Thank you very much. Jay Bone. There's a new movie launching this Easter called Hatching. Oh, of oh. course, it's from 1984. Oh, yeah. Duh, do it to Julia. That. It's with no, the rats. Yeah, yeah, it's with the rats. Yeah, yeah. Do it to Julia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because his name's Winston, like me. Makes sense, right? Yeah, except I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's the opposite Winston. Yeah, I would let, I would let the rats eat me. Right. Because I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't like it. I don't think you would. But I wouldn't rats. I wouldn't like put that punishment on someone. Else. That's no. not me. I wouldn't no. do that. So uh, there's a new movie called Hatching, a Finnish folklorish horror film. I would love that. I love Finnish mm. stuff. There's a thing you could do to entertain yourself with the, during this Easter. Love what you do. Thank you very much. Kitos. Uh, James 007, greetings from the Philippines. Thank you very much. Mm. Rum Runner, I have a Kenyan friend who says Chinese guys that are knocking up African women left and right. Yeah, we, I've actually heard personal things about that. Yet they complain if they see their women with Lao Wai. These foreigners. Yeah. They're great hypocrisy. Charles Womack, if Putin simply offered the Ukrainian people $10,000 as a one-time deal, he wouldn't have to invade. Too many yes-men. Mm, I don't know where, where you're getting that. Yeah. Charles, you usually have some good stuff to say, but I don't know about that comment. Hopefully that was a joke. I think it was some kind of joke. Okay, yes-men, cool. men. 
Yeah. yeah. Jim Flagg, uh, congrats, Winston, on one mil. Here's some beer money. Thank you very much, and I will take you up on that for sure. This is for Charles' joke. <laughs> okay. That's for his joke. Yeah. Okay. Um, Junko Enoshima says, don't be elitist about bikes. The best motorbike is the one you own. Even if it's cheap 125cc, just go out and ride. Love you guys. We are the opposite do, do of elitist. Not think that winston was implying that i was making fun of small bikes no we are the, the opposite. champions of yes. small bikes we rode the entire country of china on 125s yeah 125cc hand built 125cc yes. motorcycles what was the top speed anyway 58 miles an hour yeah it was like 100 kilometers yeah. an hour we could make yeah 60 miles an hour 62 miles an hour yeah yeah very... You couldn't do 100 at the end no no but like seriously though we we You're love small bikes in fact i prefer small bikes me too i really do absolutely i love small bikes moved to the I'm states first thing bikes. we did was we bought big bikes yes and they're great and big they're... ish big ish dude come on a thousand like a liter bikes nine, yeah. nine it's it's huge not compared to like a hayabusa what is it like what a... is a hayabusa like a one point something yeah still not that much bigger yeah. i mean from one to five to a thousand mile an hour bike right yep oh really what what do we do Let's see. What is the top speed of our 130. bikes? 130. Really? Yeah. Let me let me take a look. It uh, is. I mean, not that I do that. 150. No, that's no. That's yes. bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. It doesn't go that fast. Okay, it says topspeed.com. Kawasaki Z900RS, which is my bike, is no way it goes that. 150 estimated. miles an hour. Go official website. What's topspeed.biz? <laughs> topspeed.com okay there's um, uh motorcycle news how about okay. that this one says 139 okay i'll believe that so oh, we just wouldn't say 150 that seems this ridiculous. one says 145 all right i'm i'm wrong then i'm very suspicious about that because there's what no wind your... protection <laughs> like that doesn't make sense maybe if you like hunker down i guess what what's yours is the ama x XSR 900. R900 top speed There's is... no way mine. No, I do not believe it goes 150. I've gone... Uh, Motorcyclenews.com says 150. I have not gone over the speed limit. <laughs> 150 miles an hour. I'll tell you what, I topped it out. I did, in the desert. I topped it out. It would not go any faster. Dude, you, you realize the elevation we were at at that oh, time? Oh, true, true, true. And the thinness of the air? That was not 150, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, look, this guy's like, bro, I can't get past 110. That's because he sucks, I guess. It's uh, the the worst one. Yeah, I think 132 is accurate. I think that's it's not 150. We can't get those to go 150. I'm just saying that, like, okay, I prefer a small bike. Sure. And I I prefer riding in situations where there's more twisties. Uh, everyone Me on too. a motorcycle yeah. does. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, if I could choose, if I could choose any bike that I could just any bike, it would be a fairly small Me CC too. flickable small fun thing. Yeah. Big bikes. I'm not scared of my bike no. anymore, but it's a bit unwieldy. It's yeah, it's just fat. Yeah, and it's dangerous as all hell. I like little things that can yeah. flick around. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like how I don't like huge trucks. I like little sports cars. You know, I like sure. flick around a little sports car. It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Off topic. Uh, cool. Yeah, sorry. Now, I just wanted to clear it up. We are not elitist about motorcycles. Nope. When Winston's saying of certain bikes I don't like, he is not. He's talking about expensive bikes. Yes, expensive bikes. Uh, Marit Strittmatter, do you May know? May have two cylinders. It's carry on, shall we? <laughs> Marit Strip Matter, how do you know when the beds are burning? Oh man, it's that midnight oil nonsense oh, stop! again. Yeah, seriously. We're not on board with that. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Boy, congrats on the one million and nearly one million. This is for the Ligma Fund. Thank you. In it, are you? Did you support the Ligma Fund? I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know that this is. No. Say it. Say what's what's Ligma. Now you say it. I did. I don't want to say that. Okay. <laughs> Ligma balls. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Charles Womack. Ducktails. Woo. Yes. Ducktails. Woo. Marie Strittmetter. My dad hitchhiked to New Zealand and got picked up by a drummer of Midnight Oil. He got backstage too. Maritz, I'm starting to get skeptical about your epic tales. You have the most insane stories. I mean, look, there's I believe you, nothing wrong with the band, but it's just such an overplayed, annoying yeah, song, and it's what, just like synonymous with that country. Right. It's annoying. Jeez. Uh, Doc Slothington, have you ever give Valheim a try? A modern game at retro PlayStation style. Great for co-op as well. No, that sounds interesting, mm. though. Let me write that down. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, if you have, like, an aha song, you don't immediately think Sweden. No. No, I wouldn't. You'd think like cheesy like, oh, 80s or whatever. cheesy 80s song. Yeah, but it's not like Sweden. I'm not like, oh, I want Ikea meatballs. Yeah, but then it's uh, like Land Down Under and it's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, now I think of a Now I'm thinking jack, of like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. knife sharpening. Like, <laughs> sure. Crocodile Dundee, yeah. you know. Yeah. Going, going walkabout. Right. I mean, it's good to be proud of your country, but not, these songs are annoying. Right. So is that Born in the USA song, by the way. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I think he started on that. One time I went to uh, mm-hmm. where he's from, Bruce Springsteen. It's mm-hmm. like uh, some beach in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was actually the closest beach I could get to from my house where right. I where I grew up. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, beach good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get my driver's license. It's just get it. I'm like, oh, beach good. We yeah. drive to the beach. What I didn't know is that there's good beaches and there's bad beaches. Right. Asbury Park, where that beach was, not a good, not a good <laughs> it's place. It's not a beach. Bad good. place. Okay. Um, Shadj says, I wish you guys could convince Hasanabi to stop putting the CCP on a pedestal. He doesn't believe that there is still abject poverty in China. Well, whoever that is needs a huge wake-up call. It doesn't matter what side you're on. Oh, Hassan, you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely bad take if you're thinking the CCP is being, should be put on a pedestal. Sure. Absolutely insanity. No, that's that's the whole you thing. You have to is go live in China. Then if you've seen it yourself, you'll know that it's just bullshit. You should not be putting a government on the pedestal that has a severe problem with human trafficking that is sometimes state-sponsored. Yes, correct. Anyway. Uh, Roma Moran, or a country that has no social programs, if you claim to be a socialist. Yeah. yeah. Roma Moran, fun fact, there's only one dog meat restaurant in the entire Xinjiang province, while thousands can be found in every other province. Look it up on a map. Uh, yeah, but you know you'll find there probably more than just one. But yeah, yeah I on did. A map, I did notice that that the mm. Western China had less dog meat restaurants. <laughs> hmm. Just think why. about that for a second. Could it be because? <laughs> Jay Bone, one of the guys on Sexy Beasts, has even been a member on Extreme Cheapskates, and the one that let his mom wax him. <laughs> Apparently, he's an actor called Matt Rivera. And he's in the first season. That's some deep takes. Yeah, like, I don't know anything about this. Either, I don't know what cheapskates is. Extreme yeah. cheapskates. Mm. That sounds like a nightmare of a show. 
Can't I, stand cheapskates. I don't like cheapskates. Yeah. No, we don't get along. That's with that's why we get along well. Yeah, we don't get along with cheapskates. We're not those kind of people that you go out and you like we we get a meal. It's like yeah, oh, yeah. I you had last, this last time I paid. Dude, I hate this. And, that. Yeah, when people are like, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so terrible. Sorry if this is a bad take, but if someone's like, you had no, you had the salad with the chicken on top. Mm. I didn't get the chicken edition, so I'll pay my share. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't like the pay my share thing. No, it's, I actually it's not can't cool. can't stand that. No, no. Uh, to the rest, if you're a teenager, maybe. Yeah. But no. Should Kim Jong-un uh, ride top free with Putin, world peace then? I don't ride, Like that. ride on the missile? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, yeah. Chelsea he Hardy. should ride on the missile. He should. You know, when we were in Vietnam, I really regret it. I wish we bought more of those t-shirts. Because when we were in Vietnam... Uh, Trump was meeting with Kim Jong Un, right? So there was this big, yeah, it's this big like yeah. peace thing. But yeah. the the local populace really took it on themselves to now churn out the merch. Yeah, they, they immediately. It was amazing. It was hilarious. We got There's that one it was everywhere. like peace, and it had Kim Jong Un and Trump. I still have that T-shirt somewhere. <laughs> okay, and it said peace. But they had all these cool little ones with Kim Jong Un. It's like Rocket Man, and you know, like with him, it, all yeah, these yeah. really cool. They like pumped out the merch, dude. It was so good. I wish we bought more T-shirts because yeah. they were so cool. They were really trying to make money off that situation. I, I understand, but it was like such a special moment in time. It was. It was so weird. It was it very was weird. So weird, and it was an absolute failure of diplomacy. Yeah, I know, but it was just weird to be there at that time. It was. It was because we watched them go by. Yeah, we filmed. We filmed Trump yeah. driving Actually, past. Yeah, they're on our and, videos. Yeah, yeah. Trump we, and, and Kim, Kim Jong Un. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting time, and I really wish we'd gotten more merch. Yeah, because it's so it's funny. hilarious. It's such a weird time capsule. Like they had all these super deformed, cutesy versions. Yeah, of, like chibi, of like, like yeah, <laughs> you know, like of Trump and, and Kim Jong Un and stuff. And it's like, it wow, it's cool. I really wish we bought more. Yeah, anyway. we should have. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Hardy, grats on the million, Winston. What about that Boeing that fell from the sky? I've heard some wild. Oh theories. yes, uh, oh, we're waiting I, on that. I did. I did say I would talk about that. Oh, okay, a bit. sure. We were just waiting because we're waiting for the. Now look, there's a lot of speculation yeah. that it was suicide. Yeah by the pilot simply yeah. because of the velocity of the plane going down means that it was probably still being powered by the engines. Sure. And usually if the engines cut out or whatever to cause an accident, it'll not go down that fast. Okay. But that all being set aside, it's not, I don't like to speculate on no, this kind of thing when there's, when there's death involved, especially. Mm. But what I do want to say is that somebody in China reached out to tell me how the Chinese news is covering yeah. this and how yeah. the social media is. Okay. So well, I looked a bit up too. Yeah. Okay. It says, first of all, when the news hit, some articles started to come up on his WeChat moments that didn't even contain concrete mm -hmm. information at all. Um, one of these articles, um, which his Chinese friends were sharing, was in, was in English and mentioned that there, were, there likely weren't any survivors from the crash, but it got scrubbed almost immediately. So in the beginning, people that were saying, oh, you know what, um, probably no one survived, they scrubbed that. But what they were allowing were all these like weird ones about like, oh, you know, like there's going to be survivors or pray for the survivors or, you know, they're going to be survivors, that kind of thing, of course. Um, so all the pray for flight MU5735. Um, okay, let's see. Hang on. Then he said there's also a link on WeChat that took you to a page where you could kind of light a virtual candle, okay, with a pray for whatever. Um, and that got deleted less than half an hour after it was first released. Okay, so they were like, you cannot say anything talk about, about it. And you can't say anything about people dying on this thing. Completely deleted, okay? Um, 
anyway, I just like I don't want to re- read sure, this verbatim because sure. I don't want to sure. you know reveal the, the identity of this person. But um, the ones that were allowed were very generic, just copy and paste from the next person, you know, mm. praying emojis. Sure. And here's the part that we suspected would happen. Massive hate and blame towards the U.S., apparently because the airplane being U.S.-made is to blame for everything because it was a Boeing. And saying stuff like U.S. goods have no place in China, you know, that kind of thing. We should use Chinese planes. It's the America's fault. Seriously. Yep. That's what we, we thought would happen. That okay, happen. that was... And that's okay. allowed, by the way. Yeah, and that it was dialogue. completely allowed. So that was what was really taking over in the beginning. But then, like, uh, a few days later, after things kind of... Um, you know, died down. Um, he says that uh, people talking about miracles and fairy tales about like survivors and stuff kind of stopped. Okay. And um, let's see. He says now you actually have to go and look for articles about it because it's not being spread organically on mm-hmm. WeChat anymore. People aren't talking about it anymore. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Sure. So it just shows you the. The Chinese government immediately, they were just like, anything about like people dying in that or whatever, or lighter vigil or candlelight thing, scrapped immediately. And then straight away, it's just like all this like, yeah, pray for them, you know, like the yeah. miracles might happen and like we're going to search for the survivors. That was allowed. Sure. And then blame America right. was allowed. Right. So it's just kind of interesting. So that, that is. We'll definitely talk about it if there's more like... That, yeah, we'll see what, concrete stuff. what transpires, but yeah. They uh, did find the black box, so whether or not yeah. they actually release what's on it, it's another story. They'll probably let it die down and then not. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. come up with, they can say whatever they want. They grounded all Boeing 737s, yeah. by the way, in China. Yeah, of course. It's very easy to have a scapegoat like that, because that's what the Chinese government always does, is blames mm. foreigners whenever there's a problem. Yeah. So to be able to blame a foreign you know, manufacturer like Boeing is just like, for them, it's like a, a gift that's it been given They're to like, them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can exactly. blame this now. Yeah. Charles Womack says eight 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 Chinese yuan in real life exchange rate is thirteen ninety six. Oh, cool. Okay. Thank you. Marie Strip Meta, the NK method is talked about. <laughs> oh, okay, NK method. Uh, like meth, yeah. Everybody's okay, right, gotcha. Yeah. Power shift Kim Jong il is a manatee with lips. I think you mean Kim Jong un. Actually, no, yeah, no both. Yeah. No, because Kim Jong il was skinny. Yeah, but I mean he looked like a manatee. It's like an anorexic one. <laughs> Just this, what I always remember him being a bit more chubby. He's tiny. He was tiny. He was tiny. He had to wear high heels. I know that, but he was like very interesting man. <laughs> yeah, he was not fat like his son. He was like a tiny little man. I don't know, tiny not, little man. He's not skinny though. No, but he's he wasn't like a porker. He was very tiny. Yeah, little I mean, guy. not that it matters to no. be honest, but no. you know. Whatever. Like, we're talking about the weight of a dictator. It's just dumb. Let's move on. We are. Nayan Ray says, Swedish money for Swedish beer, if you could. Stay awesome, guys. I probably weigh the same as Kim Jong-un, because, you know, he's shorter. Yeah, how much does he actually weigh? Pull him up, now that we're on the topic. Okay. I Uh, doubt that's public information. They'll say he weighs nothing. There's scientists and stuff. Soto Sianapolis, the title you're looking for is Slum with Kim. I don't know what that is. Little legs. What do you? Li- What's your favorite thing to cook? I like to cook Italian food. Uh, Rum runner. Of course, the CCP virus statue is tasteless. After all, it's one of the most common symptoms of COVID. Oh wait. <laughs> nice. They said that he's lost. That he- yeah, I know. What's what's his weight though? Lost twenty kilograms. He was one hundred and forty, and he went down to one hundred and twenty kilograms. 
Yeah. Oh, so he's still fatter. And though. he's 170 centimeters tall. Oh, so yeah. 140. He's short. Yeah, he's short, dude. That's short. So he was 308 pounds, and now he's 264. So we're still thinner than him. Yeah. Thank, thank the Lord. Yeah. But he's shorter though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's he's massive then. Yeah, for his size. Uh, okay. I'm dumb that that dumb says deafen myself with pencils after that cat clip. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. John Lee, tanks but no tanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, RCMKPS, congrats to Winston, one million. I can't wait to celebrate uh, Matt for his. Yep, I want to see it done. It's today, gonna be please. a massive celebration next week. Can't wait. Love yeah. you both. Born in the wrong time says congrats to. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, Joshua King, congrats on the million. Winston, is there a donation fund for the Shirona statue? I believe that's over. I think yeah. it's been funded. It, this happened quite a while ago, by yeah. the way, the actual vandalism. The reason... They just caught them. No. Yeah, it's just yeah. been caught. So when it happened, we spoke about it on the podcast. Yeah, we did. So yeah. um, anyway, all I, all I can say is that it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It's Kill a Cell Baby 7.0 says, hey, caught you guys live hmm. streaming Mad Love. Have an awesome day. Thank you very much. You too. Thank a. you. A. Watson says, hey, Matt, how's your back? You look well. Yeah, great. Run, jump, kick, climb. I can do everything. All the usual um, stuff. Full, fully repaired. Thank you very Good much. Stuff. Appreciate that. Paul Sankins, keep up the great work, lads. Thank you. Now you can change your oil filter again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put it on very lightly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Berkeley. And you know how evil that person was. He owes me ninety six thousand dollars, by the way, <laughs> over <laughs> my surgery. Yeah, well, it's a good. It's a good thing that insurance covers that. No, it didn't cover that. It covered a, a portion of that. So, what? You're paying that off for the rest of your life, or what? No, I I paid. I I had to pay about. 20% of that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. That's terrible. Berkeley well, Bay. you know, you, that's what happens in America. You can drain your bank account very quickly. Thing is, um, yeah. anyone who tightens oil filters on cars too much, you, you're evil. You're up there with the worst. You know how many times I've had to like try to change oil filter and you're just like, it should, should be simple. And you end up struggling for hours and like breaking it and hitting screwdrivers through it and using pliers and tearing it apart. Seriously. And the one that defeated your back, I still had to get it out afterwards. It was a mission. It, you, caught, you got it off. Yeah, but it was just... An like, hour and a half of me literally actually popping the disc out of my back and having it had to get surgically removed <laughs> yeah. a year later. Yeah, all because of an oil filter. And it bankrupted me. Yeah. Berkeley Bear 2010, just discovered you two in spring 2020 during the Cali lockdowns and lockdowns in SoCal. Your vids helped me escape the nonsense. Cool. Hope to see some new road trips from you too soon. You will next week. Sydney Chapman, I use WeChat to talk with my friends who came here from China. Has China been spying on me for 10 years already? Yeah, technically. Pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. It's possible. Just remember that WeChat is completely open to the Chinese government. 100% compromised. Yeah. yeah. So if they want to spy on you, they can, and they can bring up all your old conversations. Mm -hmm. It's all stored. So just remember that, you know, just mm -hmm. be mindful of that. Be very mindful. Yeah. Paolo Yub have been lessening you guys from a year of respect from a Chinese in Netherlands. Just speak slightly slower. Couldn't follow sometimes. Still learning English now, basically from listening to your podcast. Oh, that's oh. awesome. That's cool, man. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. And just, you know, we love all of our audience. You're all amazing. Yes. You're amazing. Yeah. Swerve, Winston, thank you for your slaughtered pig video scam. Mm. Um, I kept me from losing two thousand dollars this week. Mountain Dew on me. Oh wow! Thank you. Hey, you know what? I've had some interesting um, interactions with too. these guys recently. One, I don't know if I should make it public or not, but mm, I mean, careful. like, no, I will. But one of them um, started to 
try this whole, you know, Shaojupen thing with me. So I just started speaking in Chinese. That's what I do too. And they were like, oh, Chinese, what are you doing? I said, I'm busy, Shaojupen. I'm busy, like, Shaojupen. And they're like, where, but where are you? And I said, well, you know, I'm in, um, Burma. I meant, no, I said, I am in China. They're oh. like, oh, don't do it there. And they were like, are you in Burma first? They're like, no, I'm in China. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, don't do it from there. You can get into trouble. They're you know, so they were actually like on my side now. They were <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're, you, we're, we're in the same business here. So, you know, I'll Go give you Burma. some advice. Yeah, They're all in Burma. And I was like, nah, it's okay. I'm using a VPN. They're like, no, that's even that's not safe. You got to be more careful. Yeah. You By know? the way, these are not Burmese people. These no, are Chinese no. people that are you exploiting the Burmese, yeah. you know, situation. Sure. To set up scams. So it's kind of interesting that they, they're like a little team. And yeah. started out with the usual like, hi, I'm, is that kyle or whatever i'm you know this is yeah. carrie here i always say like oh um just keep in mind they're really cracking down on the scamming and i'll say that in chinese and they freak out sometimes yeah. they call me yeah <laughs> remember that one salad yeah. yeah salad and then wait do i even still have that voice i wonder because she deleted me or whatever where is that i gotta find this you remember that oh yeah after so we we had salad on the line for weeks right yeah and no, she, months months we even don't we even put money into an account right not her account like in the interim yes so that she got mad excited okay wait is this her yeah listen that's after we exposed her yeah no because i i put money in yeah okay but not into their thing because they what they did was they like first go to whatever it is like coinbase Put money in there. Then you're supposed to transfer it into like a USD coin, and then you're supposed to put it into their into their special yeah, so exchange. We went halfway. Yeah, so I put the money into that, and I'm like, okay, it's there, and I kept stringing it along, and for weeks, pre- almost a pre- month, pretending I didn't know how to use computers and whatever. And eventually, she just lost it, and so then I started to like post those laws of the Chinese government. Yeah, we posted you know? like your yeah. punishment that you like yeah. go to jail. And, and then stuff. like the funniest thing is this voice message she sent. Who are you at the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are the fuck. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Who are you at the fuck? Did you know you're the fuck? Yeah, who yeah. are you? You're the fuck. Anyway, I probably should release all those transcripts it's at so some point because it's, it's so hilarious, good. all the we've, crap. We've been trolling the shit out of these yeah. people. It's pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's always funny. To, my favorite thing is to do that is post the laws of what the Chinese government does if they catch you. And they, yes lose it of course they like start freaking out they'll call you they're like who are you how do you know about that blah blah, blah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah you gotta watch <laughs> out don't um, don't target us no james <laughs> vu hi serpents at anc milk been watching you guys for years and have been catching up on the podcast since i caught the rona mm-hmm. but we're doing important work you've been thank up you. here some beer money congrats on winston one mil see milk let's go yeah you know, let's thank go, you one million thank you very much uh, Jason Grigorchuk, the cotton sound bite almost blew out my eardrums. Okay, so that I'm, was the culprit. Okay, I gotta sort that out. Yeah, Sorry, that I won't use that. I'll sort it out for next week. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, science says yeah. Balsack source vid released during the one million stream. That's what people want. Oh, this. This one. one person will get the VHS tape. The one we have the single copy yeah. of the Balsack source vid. Yeah. On if VHS. you are a new listener, you're, you can have no idea what we're talking about. Sure. But we own physical, the one physical copy of the source from Hollywood tape of the yeah. Balsack vid. Of this. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, Peter Balsack. We haven't talked about him for a while. He's responsible for helping the CCP hide the outbreak mm-hmm. of the, the coronavirus yeah. and ran defense for a long time. And he actually was part of that um, 
so-called World Health Organization um, team that went to go check out the lab. But and the it turns, Alliance? Yeah. And it turns out he actually worked with the lab and all the people there, he knew them, you know, and used to go to drinking with their drinking buddies, KTV Baijo buddies. So who better to go get to go there than somebody who wants to defend that place anyway because it's his fault? Exactly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matthew Booth says, listening to you on the train to Lancaster, PA, wave out the window. Nice. Uh, hope Sea Milk gets to five million. Wow, we're jumping all the way there to we five go. million. Yes, yes. I, to five I hope mil. so too. I hope you get to five million. Thank too. you. You too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whoa, shoot. Sorry. You got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, Peter, who says Gabriel A? What about it, Peter? Who says what? Says Peter, who? Oh, sorry. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Um, Vita, we have the most bizarre lore. I'm still waiting for people to make a wiki lore thing about all of this shit. It'll be funny. Avita Noir says, My husband just burst into the room proclaiming, Woomow, that's great. Now give me attention. <laughs> this is all y'all's fault. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Jay Leo, St. Peter, this fit number 15 Cinderella team versus Purdue just started. That's March Madness right now. March Anger. What's that? Which menace is when all the college uh, basketball teams fight against each other. Is that like Rocktober or Trucktober or something? Kind of. Trarch. <laughs> Trarch, yes. <laughs> uh, March Madness is when all the college teams like duke it out to try to get to the top. Okay. And Purdue, which we like, because mm-hmm. remember what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they're fighting it out right now. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Prasanth Volson, do you think Russian bad guys will make a comeback in Hollywood? How oh, you freaking guarantee it. Yeah, you know, this whole Russian thing got me thinking about maybe watching Red Dawn again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could do, could do. The factual historical drama the, of the, the 80s. The first one. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Not the second Not that one. that shit one. That's terrible where they changed it from North China Korea. to yeah. North Korea. Uh, Mimi, yeah. I've just finished restoring our Yamaha RD125. Great little two-stroke. Oh, dude, those are great. Things. Yeah, we like that kind of stuff. Uh, Rich S. Only So TC was in only in one car movie... Oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And it was Days of Thunder. Anyway, what was the insider info on the tragedy about the commercial fright flight? Oh, yeah. Love you guys. Yeah, so we just I just that. talked about that. Lin yeah. Chin, thank you very much. Doc Southington, does China have a viable airplane manufacturing company on the scale of Boeing or Airbus? No. No, they don't. But they remember, they did release their own homegrown yes. passenger liner. But it's not to the same scale. No. My point. His point. I also wouldn't fly on it if I had a choice. Uh, Rich S with a little shade. And I just say that since I've owned Chinese cars and so on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Probably not. Rich S with some shade. He goes, bro, that was John the Baptist. He lived off bugs and honey. Jesus didn't eat for the whole 40 days. I'm sorry. Is that true, though? I feel like Jesus was eating locusts and wild honey. I don't know. Isn't Was he a breatharian or something? Yeah, you love that shit, don't you? What, breatharians? No, I don't like that. Always bring it up. Locusts and wild honey. You know, that quote will come up. Why would anyone... Ah, oh, shit. Well, it is John the Baptist. Ooh, you're you're not a very good Christian, are you? I'm you're supposed sorry. to be the guy who knows this. I'm sorry. Because, you know, I, I'm i not a very religious person, and I, I wouldn't class myself as a Christian, Shoot. but I grew Gosh, up... darn it. I grew up in like a... We yeah, had I guess so. Yeah. And, all. Sure. and I guess I could say I'm sort of Christian, but I never went to church or anything, gotcha. and I don't read the Bible. Right. So I guess... I'm Catholic. I wouldn't say I'm super great at mm. Bibles. But I appreciate all religions including yeah. christianity Absolutely. and i like i like there's a lot to like about christianity yeah, yeah. locusts and wild honey galore you guys give out free wine and biscuits <laughs> seriously i've always wondered about that yeah yeah 
I'm sure all those people are really happy that you called the flesh of Jesus <laughs> Christ biscuits. <laughs> what else is it? It's like it's a wafer snack. Christ. Okay. It's not a snack. <laughs> it's a freaking little wafer you snack. You don't eat it because you're hungry. I just think your about soul, it. If you're going on like ca- camping or whatever, you just take take a, a batch of body of Christ's with you. And that's, you know, you're all set. What? <laughs> Wait, wafer snacks, dude. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think it'd be I'm a crying. great source of nutrition. <laughs> Stop! I think wow. it's fantastic. Wow, I'm just waiting for the hate, absolute hate and vitriol. You actually made my eyes water, not because I'm sad, <laughs> because I'm so worried for you. That's totally fine. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Anyway, just just saying. And the um, wine, you know, them priests are getting in that wine. You know that, right? They're probably watering it down. Like you know, when you're a kid and you try to steal some of your dad's whiskey or something, and you add water. To like bring, I, bring dude, you know? my my parents had this. My dad, probably, yeah. I hope they're not watching. My dad, I was probably like sixteen or something. Yeah, and my dad had this bottle of tequila. He barely drinks, right? Right. So you would have like once once a year, you would have okay. like margaritas for some reason. I don't. It was not a tradition. It was like randomly once a year, and be like a little splash. Sure, blend it up. My mom would make it. My mom doesn't drink at all. My dad barely drinks. So. They would have this bottle of tequila, and I would, I would sneak it, right? Because right. I was a fiend. I loved that sure. shit. Uh, any alcohol, I would sneak. So I would do that, and I would fill it up, but it would get more diluted. So I yeah, put yellow it... food coloring in it. Oh, nice. And it actually balanced it back out, right? Oh. But then I noticed my mom was actually marking the bottle. Oh. She was suspicious of me, right? Oh. So that's when I started doing that. I started doing that. But at the end, it was literally just <laughs> water with food coloring. And I remember my dad is like, I'm going to have a margarita. You know? And my yeah. mom made it. And he's like, this doesn't taste like alcohol at all. Because <laughs> it wasn't. It was 0% yeah. alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Free. So I reckon those priests are doing that and just filling it up with grape juice or something. Or, you know what I mean? Sure, you never know. I don't think they have to. They probably get unlimited wine. You they can so? go buy wine. No, but I'm just saying, like, if you're living in the, oh, in the church, yeah. you know, if you're one of those, like, priests that live in a they church did, yeah and you're just like man i could use a drink and you like go and you just get the blood of jesus or something and you drink that instead and then you fill it up with grape juice and you're like jesus turned water into wine i'm turning wine into juice you know and you got this whole thing going this internal water just say it. yeah just say it i think it's i think it's something that could happen you know it's happened you know you know, gave, that's ha- that exact you thing know has happened. I gave you an out by telling that story about me with the tequila. <laughs> and you were just supposed to leave it there and you hey, doubled down. You know what the best thing about Christianity is? What? Forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> that's one thing about Good Christianity point. that uh, um, I also found very annoying. In South Africa, there's a lot of um, born-again Christian yeah, um, like sects, but like weird ones. Yeah, Not like, like Seventh-day Adventist, but like yeah, more... But there's just like random man. weird ones. And there's a specific type of born-again Christian that you find in... So I presume all over the world. Sure. It's the person that has to be bad in order to be good. Does that make sense? Interesting. So um, I, I had this very good friend. He was a housemate of mine, and he was interested in this girl. So... She was one of these born-again Christian types. So he thought if he's going to get her attention, he's going to join her like little sure. Bible club thing right. that they were doing. So they used to come over to our house because, you know, he was my housemate to have their little powwows or whatever they do. And it was the most ridiculous crap I've ever seen in my life because I just sit at a distance and kind of watch what was going on there. And each of them had to make up a more bizarre story than the previous one to prove just how bad they were before they found Christ. So it was kind of like, 
man, I used to be into drugs and I used to steal and pickpocket mm -hmm. before I found Christ and it changed sure. my life around and all this. And the next person has to one up and they'd be like, one time I did this terrible thing and, you know, I wasn't only into drugs, but I also, you know, stole all this stuff from and And then I got into prostitution and then blah, blah, blah. And the next one is... I used to like beat people up for money like and flexing, it was like, dude, oh, it was man. literally <laughs> like getting worse as the circle went around because they have to one up each other. Right. And I knew it was complete, absolute bullshit because I knew sure. my friend very well sure. and he had to fit in and he started to make up all the shit as well. Oh, I used to do this and this. And I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. You right. stupid wanker. You never did any of that. You know, you milk toast. You I, know? I hate when people but, make shit up. It, exactly. But yeah. that's kind of that weird thing. But yeah. it was all about like, the worse you are, the better Christian you are. Because then you, it's like a bigger turnaround. Yeah, because right? it's like Jesus yeah. may, had such an impact on such your life that it turned bullshit. you from the worst piece of shit yeah. in the universe. Right. And then that, like, everyone's like, wow, you're so great and you're amazing. And so it went around like that. I'm like, this is so I'm happy crap. people can turn around with like religion and stuff, but don't, don't freaking like be the baddest of them all. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're like talking in tongues and shit. And like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm just bail. like, you just, just, just like, whatever. For sure. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've been exposed. I get you. You know what I'm saying? I totally get you. Mm. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, seven, uh, Lolling Quartz says 737-800 that crashed had 22 accidents out of 116 million flights over 25 years. It's yeah. different than the 737 Max. Uh, 737 is well-established, safe. Yeah, so it, it is. And so who knows what the deal is, if it's bad maintenance, if it's pilots. It could be anything, you know, freak of nature. You don't know. So yeah. rather not speculate too much until sure. we know hard data. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Ken S. which province has the best food? I like Dongbei. Uh, I love Dongbei food. I like Dongbei food, but I would I would say Xinjiang actually probably. Oh, the best food in China. I mean, yeah, as far as like foreign friend, friendly stuff. I'm just I'm just what I like the taste of. No, no, What's sure. Your favorite, yeah. No, I mean that's the thing because it's very hard to tell the difference between like Turkish food and you know like yeah, there's a lot of it's very sure. very similar. So if you go to China, you're more familiar with that. Yeah, usually. sure. Sean Wyland, uh, thoughts on the National Endowment for Democracy, Ned, manufacturing propaganda and sponsoring color revolutions like CCP does with Confucius Institute. I don't know. I keep hearing that thrown around yeah. by the tankies. They're like NED. They call, they accuse us as being yeah, NED. I don't know what it is, to be honest. Now I know it's National Something Endowment. National, the National Endowment for Democracy. Oh, we we get called. You know, like when you're up, you're averse to something because it's so overhyped. When you get called something over and over again, you're like, whatever. Yeah, I don't, don't even know what this is anymore. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't. I don't know. It's probably. Real. They're bad actors everywhere in the world. You know. Sure. That's why we like to stay away from any. Particular We're not associated thing. with everyone, yeah. anyone. Yeah. Uh, Kony Tsung. Besides hate towards the U.S., the trend I saw to tie the faulty 737 Max, despite it actually being oh, a 737-800, yeah. Yeah. was actually one of the safest planes by record. Still, only investigation will tell. Yeah, there we go. It's the same thing coming over again. Little Leg says, Mountain Dew and vodka is deadly. Thank you for that PSA. Is it? Um, no. You know what I found really weird is people mixing vodka and Red Bull. Yeah, because it makes you feel all awake. You don't know that you're drunk. Yeah, so... It's kind of dangerous. Yeah, it, it is. is. I think it's kind of a <clears throat> bad idea. Yeah, I mean, don't mix energy drinks with anything. Yeah. What are you doing? Energy drinks are pretty bad in general. Oh, they're awful for yeah. you. Don't drink yeah. energy drinks. <laughs> don't um, drink Mountain Dew either. That's not that bad. Yeah, that's very like, low caffeine. Yeah, well. It's like, like 50 milligrams. And then I feel like it's Energy bad. drinks is bad. I'm drinking chemicals right now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Everything is chemicals. A banana's chemicals. An orange is chemicals. Everything, your chemicals. It's healthy chemicals. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Ty Sloan, thoughts on March 10th and the uprising that took place? 
people protest it globally, so you'll think it it will mean anything in the end or no hopeless. Yeah, the Tibetan uprising. Oh. Um, Walter Deadman says, Balsack, do you want me to be the cat? And then Jaunty says, Oh, you know what? We probably need a do you want me to be the cat soundbite. It's in very it's important. It's have to be done. Yes. Uh, Making a note. No. <laughs> do we really, though? <laughs> I'm writing it. Right. We've got this beautiful soundboard now. By the way, previously, oh, I can't lift it up. We had a, an entire total of. Three, six, nine, twelve. Um, 50, uh, yeah, we had fifteen buttons to run the entire show. Now we've got thirty-two. So we're way higher now. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that's all right. Yeah. Um, it's great now. Now we can do things like uh, I don't know. Projection. Without fear. Where am I? I'm lost. Okay. Walter Dead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Dedan says you you the f soundbite. Oh, you the fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. But it's like we, we kind of trade this one. Export, huh? Yeah. Who are you at the fuck? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do it. Again. Who are you at the fuck? <laughs> it almost sounds like she says hello. You are the fuck. I think it's like who are you? You are the fuck. I think uh, that's okay. what she's saying. Doesn't that sound it like it to you? Who are you at the fuck? I think it's like, oh, you are the fuck. Like, oh, hmm. hey, oh, you are the fuck. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny what she did. Like, put that phone down. It's, I know, but it's we'll just cover kind it of... in detail. We definitely do a scam episode. Why don't we cover it on the podcast? Why don't we do a whole thing about it? Yeah, okay. How we scam salad. Yeah, how Let's we scam it. salad. Let's yeah. Do the next episode. Sure. That's yeah, sure. fun. Yeah. It was a long term thing. Might as well. Dude, and it started that time we went to that that event. Yeah. And- and then she pawned us off to someone. Yeah. It's, it's a good story. Uh, and we, we have all the other ones I've been doing. Yeah, yeah we've got a good story. We've got a good story. Uh, Paolo Yub says, do you think about the other YouTuber names like Xu Si Duo, we call them Lao Si, La Fu Si Ji. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Joey Chung, congrats on the 1 million subs. Thank, thank you. Daniel Chung, thank you for your uh, both for your work. Always wanted to give you something to support the effort. But being a Hong Konger, I have to make sure all my info is protected. To keep yes. the families I have in Hong Kong safe. Thank you. Of course. Uh, congrats to Winston on 1 million. Watch Revolution of Our Times. We did. Yeah, yeah we did. Thank uh, you. Do- thank you very much. Dory Why I had a tough time convincing my Russian friend in Odessa the invasion is killing many innocents, but she still believes it's for liberation. I'm surprised that Russian propaganda even works in Ukraine. Mm. Well, thankfully, a lot of people don't believe that. Yeah. yeah Morale is at an all-time low. It's unfortunate. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So we have a giveaway. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, but we have to talk about it first. So... Yeah. Quarantiner, a uh, friend of the channel reached out, the programmer of this game. Yes. He is a Chinese dude mm-hmm. uh, living in a country I won't reveal. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's public or not. Um, and we played it. It's awesome. It's yeah, actually, actually, you can see a little clip of me trying it in the background. Yeah. Here it is. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. You have your little your wheel set up there. Nice. You're going to drive the game? It's your wheel <laughs> set up, right? I mean, you have <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Game. So... Um, so in this game, you are playing as the dictator of China, but it's not labeled. There's no country's yeah. label. It's all fantasy. Yeah. So you're a dictator of an unnamed country that just looks like China. And you, is, and you can name it. Yeah. You can name it China like sure. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And your job is either there's multiple story endings, but yes. what you do is you micromanage the pandemic. 
Yeah. So the pandemic hits China, and you control your citizens. You torture them. You yeah, stop well, the you've, protests. You've got, you... you've got um, propaganda, what to spend on what propaganda. Yeah. Oh, it's the U.S. fault, this yeah. kind of thing, you know? Blame it on the U.S. Close off uh, quarantine cities. Um, yes. You know, uh, uh, stop protesters. Yeah. Uh, and interrogate different people. kinds of trade and, yeah. and whatnot. So I mean, it's one of those kind of I don't know how what you would. It's like, it's like CCP s- land, like SimCity type yeah. things. Yeah, in a way. Very fun. We we finished it. Yeah, one ending. Yeah, we got yeah. one ending. It was a pretty bad ending. Yeah, but it was super fun. When I tried to offer my my high level badge to the American consulate to try and swap it for a green card, they told yeah. me to f off. Yes, I got overthrown by the people. Yeah. You got overthrown. <laughs> I would say, yeah. imagine if SimCity had the vibes of paper, p- Papers, Please. Yeah. If you know that game. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. So, uh, fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. And it's a dissident game. Definitely. Yeah. So what happened was, the reason we want to support this guy, and we're not getting paid for this. Yeah. Um, this is on Steam. Yes. And it got review bombed to of hell course. by mainlanders. Yeah. And by Wumaz and the Chinese government. Yeah. And they wanted this thing out, right? Because it was trending. This game was like trending on uh, the simulation. It was like number one or something. Yeah. So the Chinese government got pissed. Sure, of course. They were like, holy shit, this is a blow by blow. I would say a piece of history. Because it historically documents how the the, uh, outbreak happened in China. Mm. And then how they covered it up. Yeah, but it's kind of like in a fictional time in a fictional universe. But it's so spot on. There's so many details that we love. It was very apt for China. And China hated that. Yeah. So they don't want this game anywhere. So what we want to do is make sure that the Streisand effect works. Oh, yeah. Where is that? I got it over here. Can you see me? So we have some keys to give away. We have away. some keys. So what I want to say is that I'm going to read off a key. And okay, you guys before, are quick. You, before you read it out, like how do you actually claim a key? You go into Steam. So if you've got Steam, it's a Steam key. Yeah. Uh, how to claim a Steam key. Just so that like we want to give you a fighting chance. I'm not going to type it. I'm going to, I'm going to read it. Yeah, you're going to read it. But what yeah. I'm saying is... Um, uh, yeah, it's like Tropico. It's like Tropico, but with historically accurate China pandemic response. It's okay, really so what good. you do is you launch Steam, Creepy. log into your Steam account, obviously, click the games menu option at the top of the Steam client, choose activate a product on Steam. Yes. Follow the on-screen things. So if you're all ready, are you all ready? Because like whoever gets it, gets it. Whoever gets it, gets it. It all is. Right. Okay, so wait, you're all ready. You're in Steam. You've gone to the game Everyone's menu. Everyone's pulling it up. You've at the top of the steam client you choose activate a product on steam and you're ready for this code let's do it take down the ccp with this game code right which is he gave to us to give to you guys we did not get paid for this x6 f 4 h 2 n 0 5 9 6 z 33 j and that won't be repeated no. And also, there's oh. a secret thing to tell you guys, though. Yeah, because because just before we sign off here, guys, there are two more. Is it two or three? Two more. Two more. Two more codes hidden in this podcast. So if you're smart enough, you'll find you'll find, it. You'll you'll find, find random it. codes somewhere, somewhere in the in background. The, somewhere in there. Yeah. Or somewhere in the podcast. So after this episode, when it's up, go back and check it out. Yeah. Reload it's... the page. Yeah. Go check it out. Go find yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. There's two. There's two of them. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to just it might throw be hard that to out. Find, though. Yeah, can, you, I think you can. You'll find dig around. You'll figure it out. Just reload it. the page. You'll find it. Yeah. Then. Either way, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our stream today. Um, yes. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you to everybody who helped me achieve the life goal of a million subscribers. It is kind of a life goal. 
It's amazing. It's it's incredible. It's a once in a lifetime thing. It's a it's you know when you hit that hundred thousand, I was so um, happy about that. You get that silver play button, and it was amazing, and it was a big big thing. But you know, it's kind of like it's it's a hundred thousand. It's great and all, but it's not like oh, it's like a life changing thing. Hitting a million subscribers is so incredible. Sure. So thank you very much. Um. One thing I want to say before we go, so there, there's two hidden ones in the podcast, two hidden yeah. codes for the game, right? Post, if you guys managed to find it, post it on the subreddit. I want to see yeah. if you guys found it. Yeah. Number two, the uh, link to the actual game is mad cheap. It's like 10 bucks or something. Yeah, nine nine. Show some support to a Chinese dissident yeah. um, who pr- actually spent effort to program the game. We yeah. don't get anything. He gets everything. Give him some yeah. support. Give him some love. Show the dissident community some love. Yeah. Um, it's in the description. It's called Quarantineer. Yeah. And there's the it's a Steam Steam game. Look it up. Sure. Get it. Download it. Yeah, fantastic. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you next week. You know, for yeah. not only the million subscriber thing that we're gonna do on my channel, but again in the podcast. Can't wait to see you. It's been fantastic having you again. Hope you enjoyed our new setup with our weird, stupid little like Hey, it was great. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, yeah, we can't wait to see you. <laughs> okay. It's not supposed to be a sad ending. It's a happy ending. It is because you're going to cut yourself off. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to cut myself okay, off, I don't good. think so. Let's good. try. Well, you hit a million, so you shouldn't. Yeah, I'm going to cut no, count myself down. So, okay, five, four, three. By the way, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Yeah. Go peace. do what you do to have fun. Knit a sock or you yeah, know, have a beer or do. whatever. Yeah. I, dude, I once knew this Chinese girl. She was really, really attractive. Um, I really knew her quite well, to be honest, like very well. But the okay. thing is... Um, she was your girlfriend? No, oh. I, I knew okay. her quite well. Um, the thing is, she's very trendy, but she secretly loved knitting. Mm-hmm. I got over to her place and she'd be knitting and I'm like, well, that's great. She's like, not allowed to see that, you know, because she was too worried about the image of knitting being like an old person oh, thing. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, I just yeah. thought it's... Anyway. Yeah. Five, four, <laughs> three, 